This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Hi, today's Wednesday, June 15th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Police in Upper Marion Township are searching for several suspects accused of trying to steal at least two women's purses outside of the King of Prussia Mall Monday night. The first incident happened at 9 p.m. when a woman was getting back into her vehicle in the parking lot near the Primark store. The woman told police that she was approached by a man who forcibly tried to steal her purse but was unsuccessful. The victim told police she noticed a red 2010 Toyota Corolla that was stopped behind her as three male suspects fled the scene. Police say while the officer was on the scene, a second woman reported a similar incident incident while she was uh, parking. She was in the parking lot near Neiman Marcus. The same vehicle drove past her and one of the passengers reached out and tried to forcibly grab her purse from her. She was able to hold onto her purse and the vehicle then fled the area at Upper Marion Township Police. Um, I I can't help but the first thing that that popped in my mind. I'm glad nobody was hurt or anything like this, but um, is there's a scene, is a quick throwaway scene in the movie Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, right, right, right. When he's walking across the street and he tries to take her purse. Back off, man. Back off. (laughs) It never fails to crack me up. (laughs) You guys know my friend uh, Dressing Jane, Elisa. Right, yeah. Um, She's very, she's little, um, but she's lived in the city for years and um, she was walking down the street and she's always dressed up had heels on and had some nice purse on her shoulder and some guy jumped out of a car and grabbed it and he got a hold of it he took no it from her kidding. she ran after him dove in oh, head first no. into his car and ripped the, the purse she got out it of back his, she got it back that's awesome she got it back and that she said, is not advisable no, yeah. and she said afterwards she said i like i could have been shot like yeah, you could have had absolutely. a gun she said but i just like went into you know defense mode and was yeah. like you're not leaving with my purse so with that when when you are in a, a crowded area or walking through streets, streets, there's a lot of people, you know, a lot of uh, pedestrians. Will you wear it across? Will you wear your strap oh, yeah. across? I'll, okay. I'll, like, hold on to it. And I, you know what else I don't like doing? I don't ever put it on, um, like, the, the side of the chair, like, hanging no. on the chair at a restaurant because it kind of hangs behind you. It's yeah, we... So- easily people can take it. We were in France. I was only like 18 years old. My sister and I had taken a trip with a friend of hers and we were at a cafe and uh, she had her backpack hanging on the back of the no. chair and we got it stolen. Her got passports, stolen? all that yeah. stuff yeah. in there. We had to go to the consulate. That's, it was a big pain in the ass. That's why a lot of the, the bars will have hooks yeah. under the bar in front of you. Yeah, and, well, if it's, yeah, yeah so you, if it's yeah. like in front of you and a lot of times it'll be like touching my leg, right. I'm okay right. with it. Yeah. But I was at, um, actually with Tim Graham's wife, Gina, this was yeah. years ago. We were at a bar and um, there was like a, a step underneath the bar and right. we had placed our purses there and somebody came by. It was a woman. She was very nice. She was chatty with us mm-hmm. and she kept bending down and Gina realized she was going into her purse trying to get her wallet. No way. Yeah, yeah. yeah we caught somebody with his hand in uh, this. We were out to dinner and uh, we were at I remember uh, where this was. Yeah. yeah we were at Maggiano's uh, in Center City. And, yeah. That sucks. And this dude just sat down and was basically sitting at a table right behind us that had nobody there and had his hands in our purse and then uh, we caught him, you know, like, first of all, like, you're sitting at a table all by yourself. But, like, and so, but it, what they, they prey upon people that are just, it was a big party of us. It's probably, yeah, like, yeah. 15 yeah. of us. Oh, uh, I was a little so bit, mad. It's a little bit more surreptitious, right, than the guy who comes running down the street and yanks it. Right. Which yeah. is, yeah, which is what, but they, but that they're all scumbags. <laughs> I'm sorry, we're, like, we're watching the video of, uh, of Mrs. Doubtfire on our monitors here. Do you know what I do? Oh, I would have 
uh, uh, like a, I'd wear a bracelet with hooks on it, and I'd have rings on those hooks and fishing wire attached to pins ah. and hand grenades okay. in my pocketbook. Yeah. So if someone yanked it and ran away, all the pins would come out of the hand grenades. It would blow up. And yeah. Blow. Yeah. I love it. Um, that might be extreme, yeah. but uh, it made me feel good. I went, Casey made a comment about my fanny pack yesterday, but um, I wear them all the time, like a- across my body because yeah. the purse is on me. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 they're yeah. not getting to it yep, that way. Yep. Okay. Uh, so police say the suspects were driving a vehicle that was reported stolen out of Philadelphia on Monday. The vehicle is registered in Pennsylvania with the license plate KBD 4716. Shoppers are urged to beware of their surroundings. Police believe the suspects are teenagers and they are still being sought at this time. Any information about the vehicle or the the people who were in it, uh, you can call police at 610-265-3232. Fisher Price and U.S. product safety regulators are telling parents not to let their infants fall fall asleep in the company's rockers after 13 infant deaths in the devices between 2009 and 2000. 2021 were reported. What do these rockers look like? Are they standard? Yeah, like it's it's pretty standard. There was actually a, a law put into place. I have the details here. But right. The deaths happened when the babies fell asleep in Fisher Price's infant to toddler and newborn to toddler rockers. The company, along with the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission, said the rockers should never be used for sleep and infants should never be left unsupervised or unrestrained in them. Fisher Price, a division of El Segundo, California-based Mattel Incorporated, recall, recalled a similar product last year after four infants died after they were placed on their backs, unrestrained in the four-in-one rock and glide soother. Those fatalities, all children under the uh, age of four months old, occurred between April of 2019 and February of 2020. Now, last month, President Biden signed into law the Safe Sleep for Babies Act, which uh, officially bans inclined sleepers and crib bumper pads that are uh, but there are, uh, they're saying, but there are others not covered by the legislation. So they're asking parents uh, and telling them that they still need to stay aware um, of these different things. So they're they're basically just you know something a baby can sit in. It's you know reclined back, so often they'll fall asleep. But they're saying this isn't a bed, so you shouldn't let them fall asleep. And so a lot of them does have it like, flip over, or what, what, why does the why are the babies? You know what? That's a good dying. question. I'm I no, I don't think they flip over. I mean, I get they uh, yeah. obviously could, but um, I think it's uh, something with their head and their neck and the way it oh. falls over while they're in it. But I I'm not positive. It didn't say in this report. Uh, the design of the product specifically, their incline make them inher- inherently dangerous for infant sleep. Babies should sleep alone on their back on a firm, flat surface without any soft object or bedding uh, in a product covered by the federal standards such as cribs, play yards, and bassinets. See, I see something like this and I think, oh, that'd be fine for a kid to sleep in. Yes, totally. Well, and it's easy, too. You put them in it, they're playing for a little while, and then the next thing they're sleeping, what mother wants to, or father wants to pick them up and wake them and, you know, move them to the crib, but you really should. The Central Buck School Board on Tuesday approved a new policy change to allow them to control which books and materials are allowed in their libraries based on sexual content. The school board voted to have the right to ban books with sexualized content with explicit written descriptions of sexual acts. The board said it does not plan to remove any books currently in the library, but will control new material in the future. Critics, including the ACLU, said the policy would begin to wave, uh, would begin a wave of books to be banned, especially books targeting LGBT students. Some spoke in favor of the change, but most students and parents pleaded with the board before the vote not to pass the new policy. This is Central Bucks West. This is Central, Bu- just the Central Buck School District. Oh, okay. So it's both the school district because they they had not, they banned like um, a rainbow flag. Flag, right? Yes, as it's well. the same yeah. district. They yes. said it's decisive. I wish people who actually inclusive. Yeah, who don't have children and don't have children that are in school right now. Like, can you read past the headlines? 
to like inform yourself because I was having a conversation over the weekend with somebody who doesn't have any children and they were going on and on and they were basically just um, reciting headlines to me without like really you know I'm like I'm like yeah I don't think you're really grasping like like the full story here you know what I mean like you know there's a lot of like really important uh, literature and information that our children are being fed and turn and learn and taught and all this sort of stuff that like you know maybe. Um, you don't really understand. So you're asking you, people to dive a little deeper. Just a little bit a little bit okay. deeper. You know, just, just a tad deeper. Okay. At least one school board member expressed legal con- concerns saying the policy could violate First Amendment rights to free speech. Central Buck School District is the same district that has come under fire recently for banning the pride flag in classrooms. In sports this morning. <laughs> The Phillies lost the Miami Marlins 11-9 in a wild game last night at the ballpark. The Phillies were down 4-0, then went up 8-4, then the Marlins rallied to tie the game at 8 in the bottom in the bottom of the eighth inning, Reese Hoskins hit these, his second home run of the game to make it 9-8, but the Marlins scored three times in the ninth to get the win. Hoskins hit two homers, had four hits, and drove in six runs for the Phils, who lost rolling the second time in their last 12 games. The series wraps up this afternoon. Kyle Gibson gets the start. The first pitch is scheduled for 105. In the NBA Finals, the Golden State Warriors are one win away from another title and lead the series over the Celtics three games to two. Game six is tomorrow night in Boston. Tip-off is scheduled for 9 o'clock. The Stanley Cup Finals begin tonight. The Eastern Conference champs, the Tampa Bay Lightning, will take on the winners of the Western Conference, the Colorado Avalanche. Game one is in Denver, and the puck will drop at 8 o'clock. And another hockey news, Philly broadcaster Al Morganti has been selected as this year's winner of the Elmer Ferguson Memorial Award for Excellence in Hockey Journalism. Nice. Morganti will be joined in Toronto by his mentor and friend, Bill Clement, as the 2022 Foster Hewitt Memorial Award, and both will be inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame in November. Clement, who played 11 seasons in the NHL and won two Stanley Cup championships with the Flyers, has been a broadcaster here in Philly and on national stations broadcasting across the country. A native of Quebec, he has broadcast four Olympics, more than 20 Stanley Cup finals, and once had his mustache shaved off for our charity event at the Camp Out for Hunger. And that's what I have for you this morning. I'll never forget that event. Wow. All right, good for uh, Bill. All right, let's see. Today's a Wednesday. Wednesdays mean we have a secret text word and a chance we uh, for you today to win a pair of tickets for a dinner cruise aboard the Spirit of Philadelphia. Oh, I love the Spirit of Philadelphia. Uh, yes, I've I've never been on it. It's something I've got to do sometime. I threw uh, Claire's, my wife's 50th birthday party aboard it, oh. ca- catered it, and had an event on it, and have been on a number of times, but it's awesome. Excellent. Well, we're going to give away a chance to go on that, and it's uh, with uh, City Cruises by Hornblower. Um, so just text the word secret to 39333 and we will send you a special word that we'll ask you to call in with later on today, the designated caller wins and we'll grab a random text. So we got two chances for you to win this morning. In fact, we got a b- bunch of stuff to give away. We'll have our opportunity, uh, or your opportunity, I should say, to win some things. And, uh, tonight's our sorority party. Yes, it is. We're back at it and we're headed to Parks Casino and we're excited about this. So we will, uh, we'll have just a couple of more opportunities. I have just a handful left to give away. So if you're up for a little get together tonight, a little bit of square dancing, that's our, uh, that is our activity. Prior to the show, uh, Nick and I made a blood pact about tonight. Oh, you did? Yeah. Uh-huh. Want to tell them what it is, Nick? 
Uh, we're wearing shorts tonight. <laughs> You're wearing shorts tonight? It's summertime, okay. and, and I feel like it's a casual event. I, Steve and I both debated internally. You weren't here, Case. That's I why know. you It's yeah. wearing shorts. Yeah. yeah, okay, good. Yeah. yeah. All right. But Steve and I just wanted to make sure that we were comfortable, and but I think we both had this internal debate whether or not we're going to go for comfort or for fashion this evening, and we decided comfort rose. You can do both. Well, I thought also that uh, a square dance tends to be a more relaxed event, right? It is. It, it kind of lends itself to jeans, though, I guess, because it's kind of country. Uh, or but we're a little bit rock and roll. Yeah, so, so we're true. rebels. Yeah. So I'm okay. we're okay with that. That's but, our blood pack. Yeah. Yeah. Kathy, would you wear bib overalls tonight? <laughs> uh, you know what? I, those don't quite fit my body type, but uh, <laughs> I'd be up to it. So we're going to get that underway this evening at uh, Parks Casino. You know, in Ben Salem, and uh, they're giving us the whole uh, beer garden to use, yeah. and uh, we'll, we'll find out. Now we're gonna we're, we're gonna figure it out when we get there, as far as the space allotted and how many people get to square dance at the time, because we got like a couple hundred people coming. Yeah. Uh, so we got to figure out how to this work that work this out. But the Federation of Square Dancers, they'll know how to handle it. They'll know how to handle. Not it. everyone's gonna be dancing at the no. same time, but they're gonna teach us how to do it, and uh, we'll see how this whole thing goes tonight. It's a bit of an experiment, but it should be fun. Girl on girl square dancing. It's the stuff of. <laughs> It is the same. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest. All right. So with that, uh, let's take a break. We're going to go live on Fox Good Day as well. And a few other things sprinkled into the program. We'll come back in just a moment. The Stupid Question and Entertainment Report is up when we return. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Well, it's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme has everything you'll need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Hey, I've gotten backed up on shorts. I may be doing like one every break just to kind of clear these out real no quick. Problem. So here's a quick one. Uh, this was for the 6th of June, so I'm a few days late with that. Uh, it says, hey, I married my best friend and now wife of what would be 14 years, if at all possible, and time permitting, could you squeeze out a special shard for Amy, who has put up with literally all my S over the course of our marriage. And I can't think of a better anniversary gift to give the love of my life and the mother of our children. Uh, I guess I would ask for a shirt that isn't too wet, too short, or too long, but somewhere right in the middle, maybe. Uh, so this is from uh, Dave Loha, uh, who is sending this shirt out to Amy. So he Not says, too long, he said? Something in between, yeah. <laughs> Never ask for something, because you're going to get the complete opposite. <laughs> Tends to happen, yeah. So, yeah. Nine more seconds. There you go. There it is. All right. So, stupid question this morning. We're going to give away $150 Fogo to Show gift card. And the question I have for you is this. How many black piano keys are there on a standard piano? 215-263-WMMR. Now, I don't know what a standard piano size is, but I do have an answer here. Let's see if you know. Let's see if you know that. All right. 215-263-WMMR. What is the name of that song, by the way? I don't know. It's got to have a name, right? Right? I don't know. All right. 
We'll go through some birthdays while we wait for your answer. Oh. Uh, today is... Is that where we're starting? We're going to start here. Okay. okay. Uh, so Wednesday, June 15th. I'm pointing out the birthdays. I never gotcha. tell Casey ahead of time what we're doing. He just does on the, off the fly, comes up with the accompaniments that we have. So uh, from the band Kansas, Steve Walsh, the lead uh, singer, turned 71 years old. It's a good song. We played a little Kansas yesterday we because did. the stupid question yeah. Yeah. was a Kansas-related question. So. See the email from the listener who climbed that mountain? No. Yeah, he Dude. celebrated with a, like a 12-pack at the top and <laughs> almost died. Yeah, it took 12 seconds or something like that. Yeah, there is no mountain. It was Mount Sunflower yes. in Kansas. This is the highest point in Kansas. If you die up there, they leave you there. They just leave you. <laughs> they can't. Like Everest. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they can't risk it. They can't. Uh, Steve Walsh is 71 years old today. Also celebrating a birthday today is a guitarist, Brad Gillis. He played with uh, Night Ranger. There you go, Casey. Well Another done. perennial. Yeah, I agree. Listen, this song is a flat-out, 100% awesome guilty pleasure of mine. When it comes on, I turn it up. Yeah, absolutely. I just, I love it. I don't know why. It's produced very well. And one of my favorite moments on the air was we had a, uh, a guy whose name was Christian. He was an actor. <laughs> Uh, and, and Casey at the middle of the interview goes, hey, do you have a sister, Christian? And he played that song. It was, it was brilliant. Uh, Brad Gillis also played with uh, Ozzy Osbourne after Randy Rhodes had passed away. So, oh, okay. Uh, he's a great guitar player. He's 65 years old today. Uh, we also have uh, drummer Scott Rockenfield. He played in the band Queensryker. Still yeah. plays in the band's Queensryker. I know there's no drums here, but that time Jeff Tate was here and didn't play this song. Yeah. I'm going to play this. He was a dick. Yeah. Yeah, he was. And I Scott used to perform this line. <laughs> and Scott actually wasn't very nice either. I, I had oh, a really? bunch of dicks. <laughs> He was just really tired. I remember uh, asking him a question, and he just gives like a no, just like that. Was like, that's oh. where you just go, get out of our studio. Okay, yeah. all right, whatever, man. Uh, so he's 59 today. Uh, Helen Hunt has her birthday today. Uh, Helen turns 59 years old. Uh, what did it, you see her in recently? Twister. No, no it was a TV, limited TV series. Oh, really? She played a Twister. No, I, I don't, uh, yeah, and um, she's still acting. There are there are times when I like her and times where I just can't take. I tell you where I didn't like her really at all was mad about you. Yeah, I found her character incredibly annoying. Yeah, there there are some some that she's annoying. Like um, in as good as it gets, I really like her in yeah. that movie. No, absolutely. Uh, put upon mom. I think she won an Oscar for that. Oh no, kidding. She, yeah, or was nominated at least. She won for Twister, not Twister. That didn't win any awards. Uh, she's great in Castaway as yeah. well. So uh, she's got she definitely got her moments, and obviously an Oscar winner. But um, yeah, she's fifty nine. I think you might be right about this, Steve. Not Twister, uh, as good as it gets. <laughs> uh, James Belushi, yes, brother of John Belushi, goes by Jim. Uh, in fact, according to Jim, was the show he was yep. on in K Nine. I love that movie. K Nine and Turner and Hooch came yeah. out uh, within like the same year, two of each other. And canine was better because the dog doesn't die. The dog doesn't die yeah. at the end. Uh, the principal and about last night as well. A couple of movies of his. And now he's big. Well, I think, and we're looking at a picture. I don't know if this is it, but he's gotten big into the uh, cannabis. Yes. Oh, no kidding. Well, he's, he's squeezed out some uh, smaller pot farmer, Steve. And so they're. they're oh, really? It's an interesting dynamic, and we don't have to get too into it. But uh, they, there are people who praise him because he's brought it to the forefront and made it a little more acceptable and, and public. But some people think that he's. Um, become sort of like the Starbucks of pot farmers oh. and, and uh, squeezed out smaller farmers and, and some competition that would not okay. would otherwise survive. If I didn't realize he was that, uh, yeah, yeah. that successful at it. Yeah. 
Uh, he's 68 today. Ice Cube has his birthday today. Uh, Ice Cube turns 53 years old. His son was in the last episode of uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yes. Did you yeah. notice that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was, he's good. O'Shea, yeah. is that his name? Yes. Yeah, we had yeah. O'Shea here. Yep. Uh, he was a big Game of Thrones fan, and yeah. he and I went head-to-head in a Game of Thrones that's right. trivia contest. Uh, but that's cool. Yeah, he's a big yeah. geek. He loves he loves Star Wars. He loves um, all of that stuff. Uh, what else? He was in, he's, uh, was in the... Um, uh, uh, was it King the second uh, Godzilla movie? Okay, uh, King of King of the Monsters, or yeah. whatever they call it. So uh, his dad, uh, uh, Ice Cube, turns uh, fifty three years old, and he played his dad. That's right. Yeah, in that NWA uh, movie, right? Straight out of Compton. Straight yeah. out of Compton. You are uh, correct. Then we have uh, Courtney Cox celebrating her birthday. She she played uh, one of the rappers in Straight Out of Compton oh, as well. Geez. Could you imagine? <laughs> uh, she's 58 years old. She's today. one, Kathy, where uh, the uh, uh, the face stuff has gotten away. Yeah. She, I mean, even at the end of Friends, she started. And so now she's, yeah, she's really still. Yeah, You're I, talking one of the most organically, naturally pretty girl next yeah. door. Yeah. In that Bruce Springsteen video, you know, Dancing yeah. in the Dark, she gets up on stage. I loved her in Ace Ventura, too. And everyone's yeah. allowed to age, but I think, and then you have to assess, did the tinkering help or did it hurt? Well... I said she needed to thank Matthew Perry for the way he appeared in that Friends thing because it took all of the attention <laughs> off of her yeah. beat-up face. Uh, we also have Julie Haggerty. She was uh, the female lead in Airplane. Uh, also, yeah! what about Bob? She's the wife. <laughs> yes. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your stewardess speaking. Oh, this is great. We regret any inconvenience <laughs> the sudden cabin movement might have caused. This is due to periodic air pockets we encountered. There's no reason to become alarmed, and we hope you enjoy the rest of your flight. By the way, is there anyone on board who knows how to fly a plane? <laughs> <laughs> Absolute pandemonium breaks out on the plane. She's really oh, yeah. good at she that character. I don't think anyone else could have played that character quite that way. Uh, we were just talking about Neil Patrick Harris, and it is his, it is his birthday as well. You know what he's in? He's in the um, uh, the unbearable weight of massive talent. The oh, uh, Nick Cage. Oh. he's his agent. Okay. Did yeah. you see it? Is it good? Yes, I loved it. Okay. okay. Yes. Uh, happy 49th to Neil Patrick Harris. Uh, Leah Remini has her birthday as well. Uh, she is 52 years old. She's been uh, filling in on the Wendy Williams show. Has she? Yeah. Okay. Periodically. She do okay on that? She's good. She's okay. actually really gregarious and sakiable. Yeah. Uh, so 52nd birthday. And then last birthday, uh, Jake Busey, who is the son of Gary Busey. Uh, and is uh, is a great actor himself. He's uh, uh, the one of the chilling characters he plays is in Contact. He's yes. the kind of religious. He's zealot. a lunatic. Yep. He's and the one. Doesn't he blow up the uh, the, the first the device? Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, most recently, he was in the third season. I think it was yeah the third season of uh, Stranger Things. Uh, or no, I'm sorry. I think it was the second season. Uh, but uh, and he's great in that as well. He plays uh, this jerk. Uh, works at the newspaper. He does the jerk a lot. He's in yeah. uh, Starship Troopers, which is one of yes. my favorite movies. Yep. Love it. So fifty-one years old today. All right, everybody, happy birthday to you all. Let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question: How many black piano keys are there on a standard piano? Two one five two six three WMMR. It is Bob that we chat with. Hey, Bob. Howdy. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Wonderful, ah! sir. We're looking for the answer. How many black piano keys on a standard piano, please? I, my wife told me it's 36, so I'm going to go with her. Your wife is correct, yeah! sir. Your wife's lying. Hey, Bob. 
Take her out to dinner. You guys have got a $150 Fogo to Show gift card. Fogo is a culinary experience and the best place to discover new favorites. Like their new bone-in ribeye and bone-in double-cut pork chop as part of the full Trasco experience. You can make a reservation for Center City or King of Prussia at Fogo.com. It's a, listen, <laughs> when you go, just get hungry and have an awesome time. I might go, you know what, I might actually go uh, tomorrow night. My oh, son, God. it's just uh, me and my son Thursday hanging out and he can eat a horse if he wants to. <laughs> and I told him about Fogo and he was like, ooh. Yeah, uh, yeah. So maybe I'll do that, yeah. All right, so I got some entertainment stories. We're going to dive right into this with Amber Heard. We'll start there. She's saying, uh, she's speaking her piece uh, in a newly released clip from her interviews with uh, Savannah Guthrie, the Aquaman actress, said, to my dying day, I will stand by every word of my testimony. She said, as I testified on the stand, when your life is at risk, not only will you take the blame for things that you shouldn't take the blame for, but when you're in an abusive dynamic, psychologically, emotionally, and physically, you don't have the resources that, say, you or I do with the luxury of saying, hey, this is black and white because it's anything but when you're living in it. So in response to Johnny Depp's lawyer saying that she delivered the, quote, performance of a lifetime, she said, I had listened to weeks of testimony insinuating that or saying quite directly that, you know, I'm a terrible actress. So I'm a bit confused how I could be both. So that's her comment. At the end of the clip, though, she said, we were awful to each other, and I made a lot of mistakes. There we go. But I've always told the truth, she says. So about her testimony. Well, her truth is her truth. Again, I think both parties are to blame. They should have walked away from this. It was the thing that she did with this interview, where, and that was the set-off point here. But no more trials, no more anything. Let it go at this mm-hmm. point. We'll have to say. What's the amount that's been levied against her? Is it uh, fifteen million or what is the? Uh... Yeah, I forgot. It was. Um, it was a lot. Ten, but then minus two and for good behavior. Yeah. So, in a recent episode of the Smartless podcast, Bradley Cooper opened up about his problem with drugs and alcohol when he was in his twenties and thirties. Uh, the actor said, "I was so lost, and I was addicted to cocaine." And that was the other thing. I severed my Achilles tendon right after I got fired slash quit alias. And he said I had zero self-esteem at the time. Bradley's been very honest because he says the joy he gets coming here to the show yes. is like a drug. Okay. And so that's why if people on the outside, like it appears as if anymore. he's <laughs> totally forgotten us and doesn't care about yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. We've recommended that he do that because it's just not good for him. It's his honesty. We that do that I out admire. of love and our friendship is so strong. That's why we do that. Uh, Cooper credited <laughs> <That's a good laughs> one of the co-hosts of the podcast, uh, actor Will Arnett, as the reason that he got on the path of deciding to change his life. This came after Arnett spoke to him about his problem. Uh, Arnett moved by emotion in this, then said, uh, it has been awesome seeing you in this place and seeing you comfortable. Nothing has made me happier. It has made me happy to see you so happy with who you are. Was Will Arnett dealing with addiction issues? I don't know. Well, I assume he was. I listened to it. And, and uh, basically, Will Arnett confronted Bradley Cooper and told him he was being an a-hole. He was being pretentious. He, he, they went out to dinner one night, and uh, wow. and Bradley Cooper admitted all of this. Like, he was he was in on the story. Right. Um, but he, they went out to dinner, and Bradley was talking with Will about it the next day. And he says, um, hey, did you have fun last night? And Will's like... Uh, yeah, I had fun. Did you have fun? And Bradley's like, yeah, I thought it was a good time. And ba- and Will was like, 
you were an a hole. You were acting like a jerk. You were you were pompous, and uh, Bradley Cooper thought he was being funny, and, yeah. and everybody oh, was wow. enjoying. Basically, the only person that was that uh, was actually the, um, realized that Bradley was funny was Bradley. Everybody else thought he was kind of being a, oh. a jerk, and so then they're hanging out in the house the next day, and it's four in the afternoon. And Bradley hadn't even taken the dogs out for a walk, and the dogs were standing by the back door when I uh. leave. So he realized at that point, you know, this is my friend, Will Arnett, telling me I have a problem. And Will Arnett was really straightforward and honest with him. You need people. I think that's the syndrome that a lot of these um, celebrities will get into. They're surrounded by yes men and yeah. acolytes who are not telling them the truth. And you need someone sometimes to step in and say, hey, guess what? Yeah. Steve, he also said that uh, he quit slash was fired from Alias. And I guess that was his big um, breakout role I, for I, I did, For some reason, I didn't connect him to Alias. I, I watched it a, a, a bit, and I thought it was really good, Jennifer yeah. Garner. And the, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, I didn't realize that. But he attributed part of the reason why he left was he said it was at the time that he quit. But really, he was kind of fired because of his drug abuse. Did Cooper wow. mention his, his addiction to us as a yeah. show? And well, that was, yeah. The, okay. the, the, that coda, was thing. the coda to the interview was mostly about President mm. Steve. All right. Mm. Okay. I'll have to listen to that then. Uh, Jason Momoa and Eliza Gonzalez have gone their separate ways. No! It's, it's over, Johnny. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, a source tells us. Nothing is over! Nothing! A source. You play Aquaman, coming back from Aquaman, from the water, the city, the <laughs> super huge city that closed at night, no one can find it. <laughs> This is the size of freaking Manhattan and it's glowing and no one can see it under the water. A source tells people that the Dune actor... Super huge seahorses! And and the ambulance... (laughs) Super huge seahorses. They They ride them like horses underwater in Aquaman. You're right. (laughs) Uh, So a, a source tells people that the Dune actor and ambulance actress have split. They have gone their separate ways. After people confirmed last month that they were dating, uh, the insider said they are just very different people. She um, she is um, uh, gorgeous. She's in. Um, she did the uh, the TV version of From Dust Till Dawn, played like kind of the queen of the vampires. She's a solid actress. What's the age difference between them? Uh, ten years. Okay, well, he's, ten, he's ten years older. So yeah, ten years. Ten man. years, man. Ten years. Uh, another another source says. That the pair are hoping they might work it out. They love each other very much, having dated quietly for some time before it became public. I'm coming over at five. Uh, they are in different life stages. Go out for dinner. A source said that's that dating, dating quietly. Yeah. A source said uh, in May that uh, Memoir Gonzalez were exclusive and uh, had been seeing each other. Uh, ever since February, after meeting through work and uh, mutual connections, you know he's going to be part of the Fast and Furious franchise now. He's right. um, he's now buds with Vin Diesel, and uh, you you look at the cast list of this next movie. Uh, apparently, it's a cash cow for anyone who appears in it because they're pulling out some really some some. I think Helen Mirren's in the next one. Carter and I were watching Dune last night, and I'm telling you, man, he is so good in that movie. Oh, like, he's like he's. He's he's a actually a really good actor. Yeah, uh, I was very impressed with him in that role. So they're they're not uh, they're, they're not dating anymore, according to that. Um, so the the joke is not on Jennifer Lopez anymore in her new Netflix documentary called Halftime. The multi hyphenate artist touches on how she was often mocked for her figure, yeah. in particular. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, she was mocked. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for her figure, in particular, in particular, her butt. Yeah. Um, and that was her bread and butter. Yeah. I, I don't think that was mocking. I think that was adoration. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in the media and otherwise, she said, I grew up around women with curves, so it was nothing ever I was ever ashamed of. 
uh, in the docks. So she says, but when she started out in the entertainment industry, she said the beauty ideal was very thin, blonde, tall, not at all curves. And it was hard when you think that you're a joke like you're a punchline. But I wound up affecting things in a way that I never intended to affect them. When uh, she first played Selena, I think that was kind of the first time I saw her, uh, besides being a fly girl mm-hmm. on uh, uh, in Living Color. But uh, she was immediately likable, talented. You know, uh, I, I do remember there being criticism or her being chastised for her, her physicality. Uh, oh, right from the beginning, it was. I think people were lavishing attention on her. Uh, the actress and singer also recalled feeling like the media's desire to, quote, cover my personal life overshadowed everything that was happening in my career. She said, I just had really low self-esteem. I really believed a lot of what they said, which is uh, I wasn't any good, that I wasn't a good singer, I wasn't a good actress, I wasn't a good dancer. I wasn't good at anything. I just didn't hmm. belong here. Um, why wouldn't I just go away? And in an interview for the documentary, her fiancé, Ben Affleck, said, I said to Jennifer once... I said to her... Tell me, do you have a fat ass? Uh, she, he said, doesn't this bother you? And she said, I'm like... Yeah! <laughs> she said, I'm... La- yeah. yeah! She said, I'm Latina, I'm a woman, I expected this. You just don't expect it. You expect to be treated fairly. Okay, I don't really get that comment. I, I don't understand what's going yeah, on in I this thing. This you just don't expect it. I, I'm glad right. that she's uh, centered, and and if she was um, given unfair criticism, that's wrong. I but think, uh, if you con- hey, she's on top of the world, man. She's on top of yeah. the world now. Put it in this context. I expected it. I just didn't expect it. Okay. okay. All, right. All right. Yes. All right. Oh, so look at yeah, you. Uh-huh. I expected this. You just don't expect. What an actor. Okay. I, I speak to you. Though. <laughs> All right. I got it. Uh, so anyhow, uh, I'm not sure. Halftime premiered at the Trebekah Film Festival days after she accepted the Generation Award during the uh, 2022 MTV. You want a Jennifer movie. Lopez fun fact? TV Awards, please. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You would never gotten have gotten into Krav Maga. You know what? Oh, yes, because without Jennifer Lopez. Enough, in the movie Enough, she learns Krav Maga, and I said <laughs> on the air, I called it Krav Magna. Yeah. I met, uh, read it incorrectly, and therefore the great uh, Ernie Kirk, who I yes. owe so much to, reached out to me. He's like, "No, why one hundred at the yep. time?" He said, "It's Krav Maga, and let me open your eyes up to this martial art." Wow. They came in, and, yeah, and they came in and uh, and uh, led me down a path of exercise and awesomeness. So, thank you, Jennifer, Jennifer Lopez. Lopez. We owe you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah! Uh, Tom Hanks won his first Oscar for his role in the 1993 film Philadelphia, which, of course, he played a gay lawyer with AIDS. And speaking to the New York Times Magazine recently, uh, the actor commented on how uh, the times have changed since then. So uh, someone, I guess the interviewer, asked him about it. He said, let's address, could a straight man do what I did in Philadelphia now? And he said, no, and rightly so. He said, the whole point of Philadelphia was don't be afraid. One of the reasons people weren't afraid of that movie is that I was playing a gay man, and we're beyond that now. And I don't think people would accept the inauthenticity of a straight guy playing a gay guy. So I think he was talking about the desensitizing of the stigma or the negativity of being openly gay. Right. And and he kind of helped open the door. Now, he's not patting himself on the back while saying this. but He's, he's just, just asking for money. He's just saying, please send me more money. Yeah. No, but he said <laughs> that if you want more of this innovation, send me money. He said that this, he thinks this is a good thing. He said it's not a crime. It's not, uh, you know, boo-hoo that someone would say that we're going to demand more of 
a movie in the modern realm of authenticity. He said you wouldn't cast someone able-bodied and put them in a wheelchair. You wouldn't black someone up. Authenticity is leading us to joyous places. I think there's times that, which is okay for someone to act, you know, obviously yeah. something that's not overt, like crazy, right. like, uh, you know, uh, like you said, someone who's a, a Caucasian actor playing a black actor. Right. But if there, there are certain parameters and someone's acting, that's fine. Um, there was a story that popped up, Preston, and I saw it repeated a couple of times about um, apparently uh, Hanks was at some sort of function and his hand was shaking and there was all this speculation mm-hmm. about, you know, are there any health things? Have you seen anything concerning that? No, no, no I haven't seen that. But okay. I, I, so it, to me, it seemed it didn't seem that pronounced, but it's like, well, what, where is this coming from? Because I have not heard anything suggesting he's in any ill health. The last time we heard of a health issue was when he had COVID. Uh, Nick just found a uh, an article. Let's pull this up. It's from uh, the Daily Mirror, so it's kind of right, a yeah. know, tabloid. Uh, but uh, it says, Tom Hanks fans are concerned for the actor's health after he was unable to control his shaking right hand while on stage earlier this month. Uh, he was at the, um, he was promoting the film Elvis. Uh, the premiere was held in Cindy, Australia. Standing on stage in front of the audience, he said, there's no better place in the world than uh, 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 making a motion picture of them right here on the Gold Coast. Um, and it says he was holding the microphone with his right hand. Uh, can you scroll down, uh, Nick? And, uh, uh, let me see here. His hand was visibly shaking by this point. He made an attempt to stop it. He placed his left hand underneath the microphone before trying to switch hands completely. So I watched the video. It was a little bit of shaking, but it didn't seem like... Uh, maybe his hand was possessed by Elvis. Maybe, maybe was that nervous. was it. That's right, man. I'm a shaking hand, man. <laughs> Elvis the pelvis turns yeah. into Elvis, Elvis the hand. The hand, so I don't know. Um, all right, listen to this. After Charlie Sheen and Denise Richards' daughter Sammy announced that she joined OnlyFans on Monday, uh, Sheen told Page Six she's 18 years old now and living with her mother. This did not occur under my roof. Mm-hmm. He said he was a good example. He said I do not condone this, but since I am unable to prevent it, I urged her to keep it classy, creative, and not sacrifice her. Trying to raise her right, her integrity. I told her don't show the gash unless you get cash. <laughs> 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 and listen to him, man. Is he not no. calling Talk the about black? Completely oh delusional. Mm-hmm. Who's the bad influence in this in this apparent uh, arrangement? Sheen. Charlie Sheen, exactly. As for Richards, she commented on Sammy's Instagram. A torpedo of truth. Uh, Instagram post announcing the news. Sammy, I will always support you and always have your back. I love you. So that's This is, though, what happens, isn't it? Aren't the sins of the of the parents sometimes visited back on them by their children. Isn't that what children are supposed to do at this point? Yeah. Like, yes. crucif- it's what all happens. his fast and loose living, yeah. and now he's got a daughter who's doing this, and it's driving him crazy. Yeah, she's very pretty, as you might imagine. We're looking at a at an OnlyFans picture. Or no, I guess it's Instagram. Uh, but, uh, yeah, she's uh, your she's first fan. So we'll see. Um, let's see. Uh, according to People Magazine, the Kardashian-Jenner family has... We almost got out of this without mentioning it. <laughs> I know. I we're so close. We're in the sphere. Uh, they, they filed... Oh, we're in the Jenner sphere. Uh, the family has filed a petition to have Black China cover their legal fees. We have different environments represented in the Jenner sphere. This is a desert scenario. If you go into the other dome, it's a rainforest. Oh. Fans nice. of the film Silent Running will notice I... Duplicated the architecture. <laughs> These are geodesic domes that can withstand the trauma of space. That's your captain, Caitlin, by the way, nice. in the gender sphere. 
Engine room. Slow to court speed. <laughs> Impulse power only. By the way. Uh, after China lost her defamation case against them last month, so they want they this want Black is, China to cover the legal fees. This uh, is a major, major f u to her. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, they they can fart the legal fees. Do you yeah, know, you're right. know what this you're is? Right. Yeah. This is Michael Corleone in Godfather Two. I'm not going to pay a cent, and in fact, <laughs> I'd like you to pay the, the yeah. license fee That's personally. Right. Uh, the grand total China would have to pay comes out to $391,000. So that's a nice well, jump change. She has her. some of the Damon Feldman uh, celebrity boxing money. That's right. She's doing that. Uh, so let's see. We mentioned uh, Leah Remini and the Wendy Williams show, Steve, just a little while ago. And uh, people report that the final episode is scheduled to air Friday, yeah, day after tomorrow. So that'll be that, and then uh, we'll have uh, Sherry Shepard? I believe, is that who it was? Yes. Yeah, so with a, uh, they're also going to have a video tribute to Wendy, according to a spokesperson for the show. The series comes to an end after 13 successful years in syndication. I'm not dead! And this news uh, comes... By the way, that episode will be playing ship-wide aboard the Chinese ship. <laughs> oh. oh, that's cool. <laughs> They got entertainment. They have on loads that. of entertainment. Yeah, yeah. Right. whatever all you want. The, place, yeah. uh, the news comes after. <laughs> I'm gonna go watch Wendy. The news comes after uh, Williams told Good Morning America, "I'm going to be back on the Wendy Williams show, bigger and brighter than ever." But apparently, that is not going to happen. Huh. Um, crazy rich Asians and superstore actor Nico Santos is the latest name. And Marvel's recently wrapped Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. So in Crazy Rich Asians, uh, he played Oliver, who is the the gay cousin yes. uh, to uh, the main character. Uh, Aquafina did we have him in the studio? I think, I think we, we did. We had, he was kind of quiet. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, if I remember correctly. So um, what's his name? Uh, his name is uh, Nick Santos or Nico, Nico Santos. Nico. Yeah, N-I-C-O uh, Santos. So anyhow, he's going to be joining, uh, aside from the regular, you know, focus cast that you know from Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Sylvester Stallone Perfect. is going to be in it, uh, Elizabeth Debicki, Will Poulter, uh, Poulter is going to be in it, uh, Chuck Awuji, and uh, Oscar nominee uh, Maria Bakalova, who is from the Borat, uh, the most recent Borat film, uh, and Suicide Squad breakout uh, Daniela Melquire are going to be in the uh, movie as well. Wait a second. Is that James Gunn's fiance? Um, D- Daniela Melchior? Is it... Or it's... it's Melchior? Uh, maybe that's it. The last name, the last part of it is spelled C-H-I-O-R, so I thought it was choir. She's the blonde from right, Peacemaker. Uh, yeah, Melchior. That's it. You're yeah. right, Steve. Okay. She's the blonde from what? I believe she's the blonde from uh, Peacemaker. She's James Gunn's um, fiance now. Okay. She's great. Um, Nick she's is, a badass. Nick is looking that up now. That's a woman named Jennifer Holland, Steve. I don't. I'm confused. Let me, let me take a look. Different person, maybe. Jennifer Holland is James Gunn's fiance, but I'm not sure. Who okay, then that's about. okay. Then that's not her. Then okay. Daniela Melchior is someone else. Okay. okay. So anyhow, uh, yeah. So uh, Nico Santos is uh, is added to the cast of Guardians of the Galaxy three. Oh, I know her. Okay, she's she, okay. A guy got it. She's from the movie case. She's one of the rebel. She's the rebel leader. Which movie? And uh, and uh, Suicide Squad. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Um, so Netflix staging a real life Squid Game series, and it's billed as the biggest reality competition ever. Here we 
I knew this was going to happen. Uh, they announced this is a good idea. A reality TV production based on this global dystopian smash at the Banff World Media Festival on Tuesday. While the stakes won't be life or death, Squid Game The Challenge will have 456 players competing in a series of games for the chance to win $4.5 million. That's awesome. I bet you they were spurred on by this uh, because of the success of um, the, the Floor is Lava, the uh, the. Yeah. yeah, the local girl we had who was the producer on it. And yeah. by the way, is that coming back? I thought it was. Uh, yes, there is another season coming out. I read that not too long All ago. Right. Uh, Netflix claims that this payout is the largest lump sum cash prize in TV history. It sounds it. And the show will likewise also uh, the show, and that the show likewise also uh, sports. Oh, the largest competition series cast ever ensemble because four hundred and fifty six people. Are going to be participants so in this. That you can do riffs on on all the games, obviously removing the lethality of some of them. Um, but uh, yeah, you could you could do that. So the reality competition will consist of ten episodes, and they also released a teaser for uh, the event. Uh, the announcement comes on the heels of Netflix officially renewing Squid Game for a second season. Did you watch it? I did not. Okay, I, I think I, it's good. I, I guess don't I think it's. I don't think it's great. I think it's good. Uh, so the uh, survival dramas uh, debut season was released in September and holds the record as Netflix's most popular series of all time, racking up more than 1.65 billion view hours in its first 28 days. The recently released fourth season of Stranger Things is ranking as the streamer's second most watched. Uh, casting for Squid Game The Challenge is now open for applications at uh, squidgamecasting.com. And they're seeking contestants from around the world, but they must be English-speaking, which is a perhaps controversial mandate, given that the original series is almost entirely in Korean. The language rule is a pragmatic pragmatic one, as gameplay directions are given over a speaker, and every player needs to be able to understand what's being said. Players are allowed to speak other languages, so long as they can also speak and understand English. If it's successful... Um, versions in other languages might be produced just as Netflix reality shows like The Circle and Love is Blind have been adapted for various countries. How long is it going to take to go through that 450 contestant pool? Ten episodes. Just ten episodes? Yep. Huh. Yeah, so we shall see how that turns out, but that's pretty interesting. Uh, they'll have to they'll have to really have some cool challenges uh, for that to, to really take, I think. All right, and I think we can jump over to the clips now. Hayden Christensen returns to star the Star Wars universe as the Dark Lord of the Sith, Darth Vader, in Kenobi. In this clip, Christensen talks about the differences or the difference in performances uh, when it comes to playing Anakin Skywalker or Darth Vader. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I think the emotion uh, stays the same, and and uh, you know, all of that is 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 very natural for me because I know this character very well. But the physicality is very different, and, and uh, trying to do anything in the Darth Vader costume uh, proves to be challenging. So, yeah, that definitely affects the way he fights and swings a lightsaber. Uh, the penultimate episode of Kenobi premieres on Disney Plus he got today. To, he got really bulked up for it. Oh, He's, yeah? yeah I, I understand, Nick, though, that it's not him in the Vader costume. Oh, I, I thought that it was. I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Uh, I, I, and if you, if you could actually check on that, because I thought he had as well that he was. It, that was part of the thing. Well, he talks about 
swinging the lightsaber in the Darth Vader yeah. costume right there. But I heard to the contrary that oh. he's not in the costume. Okay, interesting. And right. I want to find out! We have another clip, and Victor Creel makes a terrifying first impression in the latest season of Stranger Things. Oh, and yeah. Here, Robert England, who appears as Creel, talks about the behind the scenes of that first iconic moment. Here we go. Sean Levy was insistent that I do this scratching piece of business. And it kind of threw me a little bit because it's hard to do because I had to cover pre-existing scratches to sell it. And I realized it. Sean's so brilliant that he knew that by doing that, we got over the Freddy thing, the Freddy apprehension. And now it, I could be Victor Creel. Yeah! Uh, the first half of Stranger Things season four is now on Netflix. Second half drops on July 1st. And I've heard that the the second part is only two episodes. Oh, what? No. I know, but one of them is like two hours long. Yes, so the last so. episode of what we were just led through, part one, was about an hour and 38 minutes. Yeah. So it was long. Yeah, so they're making yeah, movie-length yeah. episodes, which is awesome. Uh, just getting back to Darth Vader real quick, Steve. I don't know if he's uh, in every episode as Darth Vader, but Hayden Christensen is definitely in the costume for a lot of the scenes. Okay. Uh, they talk good, about I wanted that. Yeah, he's walking out on the set uh, dressed as Darth Vader. All right, there you go. Entertainment Report in a nutshell. Done with it, friends. We are going to take a break and come back in a moment. Let me give away some stuff. I have uh, some movie screenings uh, passes for this movie, uh, Black Phone, uh, which you said looks pretty wild, Steve. Good, really good ratings. It's supposed to be very scary, and it is next Tuesday that we have this, and it'll be 7 p.m. at the UA King of Prussia. And uh, it stars Ethan Hawke, and apparently it is pretty badass. So uh, it op- uh, opens in theaters June 24th, and we'll take uh, six callers right now, and we'll give you those movie passes. 215-263-WMMR. Remember, it's next Tuesday, 7 o'clock, UA King of Prussia, and the movie is called The Black Phone. We'll be back in just a moment, so hang out with us, if you will. Did you receive our Camp Out for Hunger Save the Date? I mean, we made a big announcement, and then we put it right there on the website for you. Well, just in case you missed it, Preston and Steve's 25th Camp Out for Hunger is set November 7th through the 11th, 2022. And hey, it's never too early to start collecting. You can find the list of Phil Abundance's most requested items, plus all of the outrageous photo galleries and videos of our guests from over the years at WMMR.com slash campout. I told you I'm going to spread out these charts. I'm trying to play catch up. Uh, this one is from uh, Dave Loggerstedt. And he said, can you give uh, Patrick Loggerstedt a big shout out for his 11th birthday, which was on June 8th. So oh. I'm like way late with this and I apologize. Uh, he said he started listening to you on his car ride to Fort Washington Elementary School during the time when uh, the school had different entrances for different grades for uh, to separate during COVID. And we would wait in line and catch the 830 segment. Uh, however, you have more time to listen to you after a, the tornado from Hurricane Ida ripped through Upper Dublin and his elementary school on September 1st of last year. And we would have to drive across the school district to Thomas Fitzwater Elementary School, where the displaced fourth and fifth graders were assigned for the first half of the school year. Uh, and then he had to miss theater performance this spring because he got COVID. So this year has been tough on the little guy. So it would make his day if you could give him a shout out for his birthday. Yeah, we could so do that. That's for Patrick. So sorry I missed it, uh, Patrick. And uh, happy birthday to you, man. Thanks for listening. Can I do one? Shut up. You want to do a yes, shout out? I, specific- I was at the hair salon. All right. <laughs> and uh, one of the stylists was like, can you do a shout out for me? I was like... Oh man! Yeah, yes. wow! Yes, that puts you between a rock and a yeah, hard place because right? uh-huh. yes. you're morally opposed, but you 
want your hair cut right. Uh, yes, yeah, so they want to say happy birthday to Tony on from Park Drive. I don't know what city it is, but Tony from Park Drive. He hasn't missed a Preston and Steve show since 2010. Wow. Nice. Uh, so your neighbor Pat says happy birthday and have a great day. That's pretty amazing. All right, uh, so we got a couple shards out. We'll get to some more a little bit later on. Uh, hey, um, so wanted to talk about, we mentioned this yesterday, Yellowstone National Park uh, is completely shut down. All the entrances closed. I don't know when the last time that's happened. 34 it's, years ago. In its history, uh, because of this horrible flooding that's been taking place, and some bridges have been wiped out, roads are disintegrating. Uh, they've had uh, there was this video footage of this entire structure, a home like structure, like a warehouse or something like that, taken into the river and floated down the river. Right, so it's crazy. It's some of the worst flooding they've they've ever had, uh, and it's causing destruction in the park. And Kathy <laughs> had said that her friends had a vacation planned there this week. And so what I, I assume they've canceled and you and, would think, but yeah. no, right? No, I actually asked yesterday and uh, no, they so they're doing like a glamping. OK. And they called and they told them to still come. OK, so if they're doing glamping, it's probably yeah, the, it's probably not in the park. She said it is really the, the or, or maybe, campground I don't, is? maybe maybe the campground's not. But I, you would imagine if you're glamping near Yellowstone, the point is to go to Yellowstone. Oh, of course. Yeah. But listen, it's beautiful all around there. But the the, the money shot stuff is inside. Inside, yeah. and I I thought yeah. it was, but but maybe not. Uh, Nick, you were saying now, uh, and the general consensus is there are still. Uh, it's a sprawling yeah. park. I mean, it's, and bigger it's than like two million acres. Yeah, it's yeah. bigger than Rhode Island. You yeah. know, it's, it's a massive area. There were a lot of people in the park already, tourists and employees alike. And so and, now and they the admitted challenge, they, they couldn't get everyone yeah, out. Getting them out is, yeah. is going to be an enormous challenge. And then repairing the roads and, you know, figuring out how and when they're going to be able to get back in. So uh, with that, we thought it'd be an interesting discussion. And uh, we want to hear calls from people who have... Uh, either decided to just let's just go anyway, <laughs> you know. The, yes, the yes, the volcano is erupting, but let's go anyway, uh-huh. or whatever it is. Two one five two six three WMMR, or you're there and you can't leave. And what do we do now? Well, I have a volcano story that my neighbors encountered. Uh, uh, Phil and Leslie, are, you know, long time neighbors, we love them to death. They had actually. Um, they had flown to France. And you remember when that uh, volcano Iceland? erupted in Iceland? Yeah. yeah. They they were not allowing any air travel out of the area or in that general vicinity because of, obviously, the smoke and the, and the debris and these kinds of things. Yes. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> and so they were... they And now, mind you, there are worse places to stay, but they, like, what do we do? They yeah. had to stay for a long time while everything subsided right. because of this volcano. That was erupting. Two one five two six three WMMR is the number. My, uh, this is a, a common problem lately, but uh, COVID has been an issue. So my friend Mary Kate got uh, COVID while she was in Ireland and got stuck there, and so she had to wait until she was able to test negative in order to leave the country. And so she, the, the the people that she was, was with and went there, they came home. She stayed in Ireland for yeah, several days. I've gotten a few emails of, of people having that happen as well, well. We're technically in hurricane season now, are we? Or is that, is that to be later, that later summer? I think that's late summer, summer early okay. fall, yeah. So so what happens down in, in the Caribbean, obviously, there's a lot of times where... I had to cancel my honeymoon. I was supposed to go to uh, Grenada. And uh, this was, uh, you know, back when I was, um, like, just started at Y100. It was 2004. Hurricane Ivan destroyed the entire, 90% of the island of Grenada. And so huh. the entire uh, honeymoon was canceled, yeah. Clint Eastwood and his battalion had to get That's you out. That's right. Yes. Oh, wow. 
Heartbreak Ridge? Yeah, yes. Yeah, that's right. I'm like, wait a minute, what movie is it? Um, and uh, hurricane season is now. Oh, it is now? Yeah, it's okay. June 1st to November 30th. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, hang on, I'm going to go to Derek. Hi, Derek. Good morning. Gadzooks, good morning. Gadzooks, buddy. What's up, man? Uh, So me and my family went to Disney World, even though the largest Atlantic (laughs) hurricane was headed for Florida. So, Derek, did they, did they, they weren't going to, uh, you would assume they were going to close the park in anticipation of this cataclysmic event. They didn't? They did. It was the first time they closed the park in 40 years. But the resorts are actually hurricane shelters. Oh. oh. Okay. So. Yeah, so they build everything out of concrete. So everybody from Florida pretty much just goes to Disney anyway. So I was like, I'm not wasting all this money. And not going to Disney. But is that the way you want to experience it? Care. Locked up in a room. It was only one day. How, how did it play out? Uh, yeah, it was cool. They ended up refunding me money for my park tickets, and I just ended up sitting in a resort for two days during the hurricane, and, uh, you know, just sat at the bar for two days. What, All right. what it's not necessarily it? just one day, Casey. Those things can stall, yeah. and then you can get a tropical depression. What and if then... things are damaged? Yeah. You know? Um, so, so they refunded you the park tickets. What'd you guys end up doing? We just sat at the resort. They went to SeaWorld. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you just hung out in the room and went down to the restaurant, and did, did power ever conk out or anything like that? No, we had power. They actually provided us with, like, Uncrustables, a flashlight. Uncrustables? Uncrustables. Listen, it's going to be uh, gale force winds <laughs> consistent for 48 hours, but what if I sweeten the deal with Uncrustables? <laughs> yeah. Were they just the peanut butter and jelly, or did they have the uh, the, the cheese, too? Nah, just peanut butter and jelly. All right, those are pretty damn good. Those are pretty good. All right, thank you, Derek. I appreciate it. Just PB and J. We got got Encrustable. Let me go to Jackie. Hey, Jackie, good morning. Good morning, Nick. It's Jackie from Spring Mountain. Oh, hi, Jackie Jackie. from Spring Mountain. Good to hear from you. Good morning. All right, so you got stuck somewhere. Where was it? Or you you decided to go even though. What was it? Oh, no. No, no, we went. So it was um, Mystic, Connecticut. I I thought it was Nantucket, but then I remembered it was Mystic, Connecticut. And my best friend and her boyfriend planned a trip to go uh, out on a boat. You stay overnight on the boat. You go whale watching. Okay. So my, um, my girlfriend said, why don't you come with us? So to make it for her cousin. So the four of us went to Mystic, Connecticut, and we drove up there and um, they let us stay on the boat the first night. We were supposed to go out the next morning. Hurricane Bob was on the horizon. Okay. So they made the decision of probably wasn't safe to take us whale watching in the midst of a hurricane. So um, we we didn't go. And so we went to get a hotel and Hurricane Bob hit. It took us three days to get out of Connecticut. There was no power. We just drank for three days. Yeah. Uh, restaurants were closed and they'd open for like an hour. We would get on the road and try to get home and, and, and the roads were so, you know, congested with traffic for other people trying to get out. You know, we'd get another oh. hotel. So it took us three days to get home and uh, and the, it was the vacation that never happened. Yeah. yeah. So, and that yeah. and that's what you that's the risk you run. Yeah. Like you go for example, you go nice to Yellowstone you. if they're still allowing people to go what are you going to encounter when you get there yeah and if you listen you try to secure time in your schedule you make all the planning you do all the preparation 
And then to be that precarious, I think I would default to, no, let's try it again I, another time. It, it's tough, because I, and I can't remember the particulars, but I know I've been in the situation of, okay, we're, we're, we're teetering on the edge of do we or don't right. we. <laughs> and, and somebody's got to make a call, and we're, it's either going to be the right call or the, bad, or the wrong call. And, you just, and sometimes I'll just step up and go, all right, I'm going to make the decision. Yes, let's go. And then it ends up being the wrong decision. When you enter Hawaii, so when you enter Hawaii, if there had been a a massive storm bearing down on Hawaii that was going to hit during the vacation, would you follow through? I I would pull the plug on that. Because that's an investment. Yeah, that's an investment. It's a long flight. Uh, It's it's a big time investment. It's also you're over open ocean for a long time as well. Anything can happen on the way there. So I would probably pull the plug on a Hawaii thing. Right. But, like, Mexico or something like that? Or the Poconos? I don't know. Maybe. What, you don't know if you would? No, I probably would. Yeah. Uh, or the, or I, the Caribbean, you know, maybe because it's closer. You know, I don't know. See, There's more uh, I, Mexican food. Yeah. <laughs> I think, um, like, so much goes into it, like, all the planning. And I, I would probably pull the, I'm I'm the person to be like, no. Like, I don't want to waste my mm. time, my money. Like, if I was going to Disney, like, we're going to Disney. I'm not going down there to to sit in the hotel. I get that it can be enjoyable too, that, but like, but even if I'm planning if all of this, Uncrustables were involved? I, <laughs> I, you know what? Even, I I don't know. That would be, okay. that'd be a hard one. Let um, me think about it. Yeah. No, but you know, you put in all of this planning. For me, like, I get like stressed out a little bit into yeah. all this planning. So for it to be completely ruined. And I, then you're looking, you're like, you're watching the clock, you're watching the weather, you're watching the you advantage. You, you like, how, how, and then the, as you said, Preston, a storm gets stalled. There's damage caused that makes certain parts of what you wanted to do unavailable. Available, mm. uh, you're, then you're go- you're already going into it knowing you're going to have a half-ass situation. But I understand people still going because of all of that planning. For right. me, I wouldn't want it to get ruined. But I like my friend was like, we did all of this planning. Like I'm not yeah. not going. I hear you. Now with that, with them going to Yellowstone, now obviously they won't be able to get into the park. But there is. Because of that region, there's still plenty to see and do. Jackson Hole is just like a two-hour drive from there. I think that's good, where the, the, the Tetons are there. They're it's sending a lot of people to Jackson Hole at this point because, A, there's an airport, and, B, that part of the park is open. So I think you can still get in the southern entrance right now of Yellowstone. I think and isn't there a local mall, Nick? They, they do they, have a mall, <laughs> yes. They said they opened up, partially opened one road, but they had to evacuate 10,000 people so far. What? Yeah. Out of the park? Out of the park. You wow. Can, I don't care how comprehensive, and I'm sure they have it down to a science. That is so sprawling. It's so It's, it's bad. so big. There are people who can be recessed. Now, obviously, the idea, if you're if you're conscientious, you let them know where you are. You you provide them with what the story, oh, approximately where you're going to be. But I guarantee you there are people in there that they haven't reached. Yeah. All right, we're going back to these stories. Uh, you know, we went anyway yeah. is kind of the story. All right, I'm going to go to Mark. Hey, Mark, good morning. How can, oh, how, how can she slap? How can she slap? That's the eternal question. All right, Mark, what's your story, man? So, uh, so I've been to California about eight times, but my girlfriend had never been there. So, in September of 2020, the height of COVID, we decided to go out there, which was a great idea from the start. <laughs> right. So, uh, we landed in LA, and our plan was to drive to San Francisco, which is about a six, seven hour drive. So, we land in LA. And we stopped in Santa Maria. Nick, I don't know if you're familiar with that area. I haven't been there yet, uh, no. Uh, overnight, we stopped in Santa Maria. And on the news is the Golden Gate Bridge. And it's pretty much everything behind it is on fire. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So we're like, well, we're here, you know. We don't, I mean, we'll get there and we'll figure it out. So the whole drive up, the, the weather forecast was smoke. It wasn't cloudy. It wasn't rain. It was smoke. 
smoke. Oh my so God. the whole drive off, you couldn't see your hand in front of your face. Oh, oh God. Closed. The, the, yeah, it, there, it was nothing but smoke, like, banked down to the ground the whole way up there. But it was, we made it there to the bridge and, and saw all the touristy stuff in San Francisco. And it was, it was pretty cool to see it like that, actually, you know, mm-hmm. to, to experience it in that form. Right. But, it's a it's but, a rare yeah. sight, but yeah, a tragic one. But, that, yeah. yeah, it's like, uh, how was your trip to Mount St. Helens? Uh, yeah, it was it was interesting. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. I appreciate it. I, you know what? It, what I find, um, you know, if you see footage of uh, like in the middle of the of a hurricane where just the worst is happening, I find even scarier footage are the people driving out of forest fires. So there's... Holy God. We got a whole bunch of that last year. You remember there were shots of... of, And it's not like, look on the ridge. You can see the glow. It's like the trees lining the streets that they're driving down are on fire. Yeah, that stuff is terrifying. Uh, let me get next to, hang on a second. There we that's go. why, that's why I keep Uncrustables in the car. Let me go. <laughs> in the car. <laughs> let me go to Mike. Hey, Mike. Hey, good morning, it. Morning, it, buddy. What's up, man? So this, uh, place where I got stuck might intrigue you, Preston. Okay. So, uh, when, uh, September of 2001, when 9-11 happened, okay. I was down in Roatan, Honduras, scuba diving. Oh, okay. That sounds pretty cool. And, yeah, well, <laughs> gets pretty interesting. So when 9-11 actually happened, I was actually 60 feet underwater on a dive Whoa. and came back up. Captain didn't really speak very good English. Said that a plane had crashed up in the States, and we didn't think anything of it. Mm-hmm. Came back to the resort at lunchtime. Found CNN printouts all over the bar about what happened. Wow. wow. We had no TV to see anything, one phone, one computer at the resort. It was strictly Jeez. a scuba diving resort. Wow. Mike, it's uh, kind of convenient that you'd be out of the country on yeah. 9-11. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> no, no. So you, there's literally, we don't have the massive amounts of instant communication. Yeah. You had none of that trying to figure out what was going on. When I did that so, trip in the Grand Canyon, some, it, it, similar, like you have you have zero contact with the outside world for, for eight days at a time. Yeah. And so when I, I had asked, I said, what happened on 9-11? They said nobody on that on that river for an entire week knew what was going on. There was oh, wow. a big when terrorist attack. No, no, I mean when their <laughs> when their trip is over, right. uh, they, they you know they there's a bus waiting for them, uh, and they just had like every single newspaper on that oh, bus. Oh my going, god! Here's what happened. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. so Mike, I would imagine so this happens, and then um, uh, air travel came to a well, screeching halt. Yeah. Well, the the issue was. Um, Roatan is like a third world country off Honduras, but they have some nice resorts there that, you know, tourists can go to. Plus, it is a cruise destination, so cruise ships go there. However, um, the airport's not that big. It's an international airport, but the FAA, that was one of the last airports to clear to fly back into the United States. So we were stuck there for an extra week. Wow. Again, we had no, we did end up seeing a TV the week that we were stuck there at a um, another resort that it, we went to. It was in a museum. <laughs> yeah. But, um, Flying back was definitely interesting because you had to. We had to fly our flight plan. It actually took us through El Salvador and spent the night in El Salvador to get back into the states. So, it was definitely a, a trip to remember. And we did finish out the scuba diving in the week, but then the following week, and as you know, Preston, you can't fly. Right. Um, you know, you can't dive twenty four hours before flying. Right. So, because we were literally at the, the you know 
You didn't know when you were coming back. Yeah, so we couldn't fly. We couldn't dive. So we basically spent the next week just on the beach. But what a place to be stuck at. I got That's true. And and what a weird mindset to be into, Mike. Here you are in in resort area on a beautiful beach. This incredible national tragedy has happened, and all you guys can do, it, it must have been kind of bizarrely bittersweet with that going on, but yet you're stuck in this gorgeous place, you know? It was, and we had, of course, now I was young enough, I don't, I didn't, I was down there with my dad, so okay. I didn't, you know, we were at our family trip, but we had people on the trip that were freaking out because they couldn't get back to their kids, couldn't get communicate with their kids. You know, the phone right. was available to use here and there, but it was sketchy service. I mean, it really was no information on anything other than printouts every day coming in. That's wow. all we got to see. Interesting. All right, thanks, Mike. Appreciate the call. Um, let me go to some others. This is just where your vacation was rocked by some kind of uh, event, whether right, it's a right. natural event or you know, a terrible uh, tragedy right. like that. Uh, I'm going to go to Catherine next. Hi, Catherine. Morning. Hey, bitches. Hey, what? What's up, Catherine? Hi. So um, I was 14 when the London bombings happened, and my family had planned, uh, like, a 10-day trip over there. All right. What are the London bombings? Remember, like, it was about 16, what, 17 years ago, and, like, the subway subway was bombed. Subway bombings. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Okay. So that happened, and we were scheduled to fly out two days later. So my family was like, and we were going to spend like time in London and they didn't know if they were actually going to go, what we were going to do. And we decided to go because we were going to be there and then go out to the countryside a couple of days later. Yeah. And it was just, it was really freaky. And it was really wild. So, but then we ended up going to Buckingham Palace on the Thursday, a week after the bombings, they were doing a memorial, like a moment of silence at, you know, Buckingham Palace. And then a week after that, they got bombed again. Oh. So that that's a, like that you're going to a place that you know is dealing with it with a with a you know as you said there there are different things obviously an act of nature and this you have you know a situation that's ongoing I, I, in a case like that I nice think guy. I would say no I'm going to pass yeah I don't think you know I would feel unsafe I would feel unsafe yeah you know and, and listen because also. You you are you're already going knowing you're probably not going to do all the things you wanted to do because of concerns or things being shut down yeah. or so on and so forth. And I don't do the, do do they even have uncrustables in England? I, I, that's <laughs> a damn good question. That's you got to really think question. about survival. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Rochelle's family. Uh, she she has family in uh, Colombia, uh, South America. And I forgot what it was. Uh, it was a couple of years ago. There was something, uh, some sort of turmoil, some sort of political turmoil right, right. that was going on. And the, the, like his her brother had planned a trip or something like that. And they were like, I don't know if it's safer not to go there. You know what I mean? Yes. They, ended up, they ended up going and everything was fine. Um, I would be like, that's a big, that's a trip. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Now, yeah. I know they have... El Crustables. <laughs> El Crustables. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, no, yeah, that's, again, I, I think because of what goes into a trip and all that stuff, as you say, Kathy, you know that that's crap's going on. No. I'm like, hey, what the hell? Like yeah. you said, Preston, you're taking something that's a little bit shorter if you're going to, like, the Rock and Roll Museum, uh, you know, uh, Hall of Fame or Museum yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Okay, it doesn't go quite right. That's fine. Um, let me go to Let me go to Josh here. Hey, Josh, good morning. Good morning, guys. Gazooks. Gazooks, my friend. What's up? Not much. So back in 2007, the start of my senior year of high school, we decided as a family vacation we were going to take a Disney cruise. So we flew out of Philly down to Florida, went out, 
that because of the hurricane season, we had to reroute the way the trip was going. So we ended up going to Disney's private islands first, so on and so forth. And then about three or four days into the cruise, because it was like a five, six-day cruise, a hurricane came over and basically stalled over the, the, the coast of Florida. Oh, man. All right, let me, let me ask you this, Josh. Had they been, when, when you guys were planning your trip and getting ready to leave, did you have any idea that a hurricane might be headed into that region? So, no, but we we knew it was like, it was hurricane season, so you knew it was a possibility, but I don't think it was factual to any of us. Okay. The, the crew might have known a little bit more what was going on, because obviously they're going to keep eyes on things like that. Yeah. Uh, but long story short, it ended up being, we got stuck out on this boat for an extra three days, four nights. Oh, my God. Because wow. of these hurricanes. Yeah. To the point where we had to dock down in Galveston, Texas, so they could reload the supplies on the boat. So the, uh, this, wow. Okay. So they're they're doing all this. I think probably during hurricane season, cruise lines probably add extra, whatever, just in anticipation of things like I this. Think so. I guarantee you're not. It's not the first time this has happened. Yeah. Um. So so uh, do all you guys take out oh, insurance when you're? I do uh, on, on uh, airline on on tickets. Yeah, right. 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 Not. Uh, I haven't looked into. Other forms of insurance, um, but usually on on the on the flight, I'll, I'll get an insurance. I, I yeah. always do full trip insurance. So, full trip insurance. So if yeah, if we needed to cancel a trip, um, and not even like you get credit to wherever you were, like we get our money back. And, and to me, it's completely worth, worth it. it. And it and it again, like I, I have you ever get, used it? Have you ever used it? Um, we did use it through COVID. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Is that through your travel agent, Kath? Yeah. All right. So I don't. I just don't use a travel agent very often. I, I mostly book this stuff on my own. But, but you the, can book it. You, you can get. It yourself he just does it okay. for us but it's 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 done through like you know a separate insurance company so you could do it if you wanted to i just use flight insurance for uh casey and chuck's trip out west or reschedule insurance can you get travel 401k yes yeah <laughs> by the way uh steve to answer if uh if do they have uh uncrustables in the uk yeah uh just got this text that says europeans hate peanut butter oh there we go so i don't know if that's what? true or the not trip is off i find that hard to believe um, yeah, peanut butter is one of the greatest inventions But you ever. know what, those, the, the British chief, it could be an issue. And then, Steve, uh, we're going to wrap up this segment, but somebody says, hey, is Steve okay? I heard BTS is breaking up. No. Yeah, well, they're taking, they're taking a, a break, break right? Uh, yeah. No, there wasn't the full end. They're just taking okay. a break and trying some creative. You know, they still have to serve time in the Army, too. Yeah. Oh, uh, do they? South Korean. Yeah, and they have an obligation. That's right. They, they right? allowed them um, like a dispensation. To, to avoid that. All right, we got a break in a second here, though, Cass. Just want to let you know uh, that Europeans don't really eat too much peanut butter. Oh wow! That's right. <laughs> well, you know what? Good. <laughs> yeah. More yeah. for yeah. us. Yeah. Uh, now it helps yes. me make with my trip decisions. That's. Right. <laughs> you are correct. All right. Well, listen. Thank you for your calls. I appreciate it. Sorry if we didn't get to you. If you've been on, if we've had some people on hold for a okay. while. Uh, Gina and Heather have been on hold. If they want to uh, grab some movie passes, we'll give them a, a chance to go see The Black Phone, which we have a screening of next Tuesday, 7 p.m. at the UA King of Prussia. I apologize that I didn't get to you guys. Um, and while we're doing that, I want to give away the last two slots for our sorority party. Tonight, Tonight! at Parks Casino, we're going square dancing. We're going to try this out at the Liberty Bell Beer Garden at Parks Casino in Ben Salem. They're giving us the entire thing. Uh, college 10 and 11. <clears throat> the requirements are you have to be at least 21, and it's ladies only. Okay, you can bring a friend, but ladies only. Give you a complimentary first drink, free happy hour buffet. We'll hang out, just us girls, and then we'll dance together. Absolutely. Yeah, so 215-263-WMMR. And uh, we're we're getting help from the Federation of Delaware Valley Square and Round Dancers. Oh. The Federation. 
will be there. So uh, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. It's Wednesday, so we're going live on Fox Good Day, and we have bizarre file stories. I have an all-animal bizarre really? file for you when we return. Stay with us, yes. Did you know you could listen to all of WMMR's podcasts as well as our live stream on your Alexa-enabled device? It's easy. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Podcasts? Oh, yeah. MMR's got them. There's the Fun Size and Bizarre File editions, along with Preston and Steve full show podcasts, plus the MM Archives podcast and more. Click podcasts on WMMR.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve show podcast. All right, here we go on Fox News. I'll just give you one. This was number one. I can understand why. When you see somebody who slips into a parking spot that's, you know, reserved for a pregnant woman or maybe somebody who's dealing with disabilities. Hi, Preston. Hi, Steve. How are you? Morning, guys. Super, super. Preston, you want to start? Okay, so annoying people in parking lots. Um, I would say... Lot lizards are annoying. Uh, yes. <laughs> the prostitutes at, uh, yeah, truck, at stops. truck stops. Yes. Yeah. They're, you know, lot they lizards. Didn't, they didn't know this is you didn't I didn't know think they knew it was a lot lizard. Very um, pushy. Prostitutes at truck stops. Yeah. Yes. You know, well, because they always want to haggle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, set a price. <laughs> set a price. Let's stick to that. I'm, I'm hauling. Um, Kumquats across the country. I... No, no. To, to answer your question honestly, Mike, what I really can't stand are people who purposely, and you can tell when they do it, uh, when they take up two spots because their car yeah. is so precious to them uh, that they feel they deserve two slots. I just that is arrogance to the extreme in my mind. I do you know agree. what's, mm-hmm. do you know what's more offensive? When they go in diagonally, yes. Oh, yeah. oh, take up yes. the two spots yeah. diagonally. What's more offensive was when they do that and they're driving like a seventy-five Dodge Dart. You know, it's like <laughs> what. Uh, you know, read read the parking lot. The thing I can't stand, and I brought it up many times, is the person who will take forever to back into a spot who oh. clearly can't parallel park. To, like, and I'm like, oh. listen, stop. If you can back in quickly, great. But you've seen them where they take a hundred passes at that back in, and everyone's <laughs> waiting. Yeah, I don't like backer enders either. We've had this conversation yeah. on the air. Unless before. you're Batman, mm-hmm. there's no reason to be backing into the spot. <laughs> well, yeah. then I'm Batman. Or even just. When people are sitting in their car and they have the car turned on and your their foot on the brake, so it looks like you're about to come out any second, yeah. and yeah. you're sitting there waiting, just turn the car off so we're not yeah. sitting there and thinking you might back out. Put it in reverse so you see the white lights. Yes. But they're listening on the radio. And they're just sitting there. Yeah. Well, you know, by the way, when you're when you are going to be moving into a spot that someone is vacating, you're supposed to put your blinker on to alert people behind you in yes. the parking lot that that's your intention. Right. So many people don't, and then you just sit that's there like true. you're waiting for the person to move, and I freak out. Yep. <laughs> Kathy, do you have one? Uh, the, don't put, you know the people who don't put the shopping cart back. I mean, listen, I don't feel like oh, walking yeah. over to the shopping cart thing either. Yeah. But you leave it out, and somebody's car is going to get dented. Right. Mm, that's the true. only the only consideration I might have is is may, and and listen, you can tell if they just look lazy or not. But if somebody's like elderly or something, I'm like, okay, no, well, I will help out in I'll, that in that situation. I'll go grab their brittle bones and see. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong? With Calcium you? deficiency, my butt. <laughs> All right, we'll see you next week. All right, guys, see you later. Take care. Oh, man. All right, uh, speaking of cars, let's take a look at traffic and see what's going on. Kath, what you got for us this morning? We've got jam traffic on the Blue Route northbound 95 to the Media Bypass. 
uh, on Naaman's Road between 261 and Highway 3. We've got a closure, and it's because of an accident. Uh, on the Schuylkill Expressway eastbound, you're slow 202 into Belmont. The Boulevard to the Vine, it's heavy there. Westbound side, Pashyunk to the Vine, and then slow uh, the Boulevard out to Belmont. Pennsylvania Turnpike westbound jams Willow Grove to Fort Washington. And then uh, on the 30 bypass eastbound, that slows 340 to 113. 42 freeway northbound slowing Blackwood Clementon Road to 295. 55 northbound jams north of Deptford to the 42 freeway. This traffic report brought to you by Invisible... No. Okay. This No, there's something wrong with uh, my sponsor is that it, I've read that sponsor, I think, three times in a row, and it's not supposed to be that. Oh. Um, let me just see if I can... Well, re- you look for that. By the way, Kathy is. has to read particular... Uh, sponsorships at certain points, and then you have to click on. There's a little a thing at the bottom to let them know that you've read that. So when something like this is happening, this is clearly an anomaly. Well, and then I get completely backed and up. You get yeah. completely backed okay. up. Okay, it's brought to you by Acme. Summer starts at Acme with fresh ingredients, chef curated recipes, cooking classes, and more. All waiting to be devoured. Dive right in at acmemarkets.com forward slash summer. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. Just to let you guys know, we we just did that uh, Fox 29 uh, appearance, and uh, my friend uh, Emily Chapman works in nursing and she just sent me a picture and she goes hey they have you on at the methadone clinic right now. Oh, right. Hey. <laughs> so, oh, oh my gosh. Oh, everybody. Oh, a, she sent a picture of the TV in the corner with us on Fox 29 at the methadone clinic. I hope clinic. they had a good laugh. I hope so too. That's Absolutely. what She's having does? some issues. Um, Wait a second. I don't need drugs. These guys are my drugs. No, I don't think she does that specifically, but oh. she's oh, okay. uh, she's getting started in nursing, so maybe that's... I, I don't know I why she's at the methadone. Maybe she has a problem <laughs> with uh, heroin. Yes, I'm not really that's sure. That's how no. you should respond. Yes. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> Is there something I should know? No, going? Just say I hope everything goes okay for <laughs> yeah. you. Yes. <laughs> All right, um, Bizarre File Stories. This is the all-beast Bizarre File. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. you by East Coast Roofing, siding and windows, serving South Jersey since 1979. If you call, they'll show up. So nothing but animal stories. All right, I like this. In the Bizarre File this morning. We'll start with this. 350-pound black bear was euthanized for attacking a family of campers at Great Smoky Mountain National Park in Tennessee early Sunday morning. Well, was the family annoying? Uh, the family of five, including two parents, a three-year-old girl, and their dog, uh. were spending the night at Elkmont Campground when the bear tore into their tent around 5.20 in the morning. Oh, that's a, that's very aggressive. Uh, the bear attacked the girl and her mother after entering their tent and both sustained what park officials described as superficial lacerations to their heads. Mm, Uncrustables. As a result. <laughs> <laughs> Soft, chewy inside, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the child's father managed to frighten the bear and force it to leave the area, after which the family reported the incident to the campground and left the site to get medical attention. Officials interviewed the father as well as other campers to collect identifying information about the bear. Uh, Rangers and wildlife biologists closed the surrounding area. They set traps, which ultimately lured a bear that matched the campers' descriptions to the site. Uh, The bear was captured and humanely euthanized after officials determined that it posed risks to human safety. The agency noted the bear's behavior as food-conditioned, uh-huh. a term for animals that have pursued and obtained non-natural foods, damaging property, displaying aggressive behavior. So, so when so people on. don't take the proper precautions for securing their food and keeping it, that, that's what happens. These animals get used to come in, coming into these areas, and yeah. they eventually get euthanized. you got you got to be careful with that. How about this story? A dog was safely removed from inside of a gorilla clo- enclosure Whoa. at the the San Diego Safari Zoo on Sunday. 
Uh, the scary moment was captured on camera. After entering the enclosure, the shepherd was click- quickly spotted by a gorilla inside the exhibit. The hell? Uh, <laughs> Destiny Pickett said uh, that her family noticed a dog running around distressed as the gorilla began to chase it around the enclosure. Yeah, and that gorilla is booking. Uh, Pickett said no zookeeper was around when they noticed the dog under and a dog and guest began to seek help. Uh, and she said that visitors began to gather around the enclosure and yell the gorilla's name, attempting to distract it from the scared dog. Yeah, I'm chasing yeah. the dog. Yeah, Robert Robles uh, couldn't believe what he was seeing as uh, they caught part of the action on camera. And uh, he said that uh, they were they started chasing after him, and that was pretty nerve-wracking. On his video, you can hear park visitors screaming in fear. Employees called out to the gorillas, but at first they were too distracted by the unexpected visitor. Uh, fearing the worst, uh, families at the park were then told to leave. A few minutes later, the gorillas followed orders to leave the area, prompting a statement from the park. Uh, they said wildlife care specialists successfully recalled the two gorillas out of the habitat so the dog could be removed. Recall training is part of the regular safety procedures at the park. And with the gorillas away, the Humane Society uh, rescued the dog. Uh, Samantha Clark said that she used a calm, friendly voice to coax over the petrified dog. She said he just wanted to get out of there. Yeah, I... Uh, I'm curious as to how the dog got in there in the yeah, first they, place. They don't know. Uh, apparently, he's been spotted in the area before. Uh, employees have spotted him hanging out in the past with a few buddies near the back of the park's property. They say no- he might have gotten in distressed. Uh, he was disguised as a gorilla. Uh, no animals or people were injured. Uh, unfortunately, the dog is not microchipped, so he's currently uh, on stray hold with the hope uh, that the owner will come forward. Do you think maybe the gorilla was... Trying to play with it? I play was with thinking them. the same thing. Like, it's, like, it's not. There's t- there are there are you know pieces of footage of 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 the dogs and and gorillas and primates mm-hmm. enjoying the dog. You know, I just wanted for to be no. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to say let's err on the not wanting to play, oh, okay. especially while the families are watching Preston. Uh, an overcapacity ship. Crammed with thousands of sheep, sank in Sudan on Sunday, killing most of the animals on board. The livestock transporting a vessel had fifteen thousand eight hundred sheep on it, uh, despite having nine thousand capacity uh, when trying to export the animals to Saudi Arabia. All the crew members aboard the vessel survived the calamity, but the number of dead animals could cause environmental problems for the port. An anonymous Sudanese port official said the ship sank during the early hours of Sunday morning. It was carrying 1,588, 1,500 sheep. Billy. Oh, no. Seriously? The sunken ship uh, will affect the port's Danny. operation. Uh, the livestock is estimated to be worth around $4 million. Baba. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, and, by the way, when wool gets wet, it... Gets heavier, right? I would imagine, yeah. yeah. Uh, the National uh, Ex- Export Association said that the ship took several hours to sink at the pier, a window that meant that it could have been rescued. So they're obviously That's horrible. looking into that. All right, in Scotland, an adorable young cow was caught on camera on a train platform waiting for the next train to Cowden Beef. Cowden Beef? <laughs> yes, is the Are name of the kidding? town. Are you kidding? I kid you not, at a Scott station. Uh, the mischievous beast was on his, uh, uh, made its way onto the platform in Glasgow on Monday evening. Operators were left scratching their heads after the clever animal even managed to seek refuge in the outdoor waiting room shelter. Uh, network rail staff were sent to the scene and confirmed 
that they had uh, secured a fence uh, that had let the escape <laughs> artist free. We're looking at a picture press, and it looks like a cow commuter. Yeah, totally. Yeah, he's just hanging, out hanging out in this little vestibule. Yeah. Uh, commuters were left in hysterics with some suggestions of alternate destinations like Haymarket, Kaflin, or Edinburgh. Thankfully, we avoided what could have been an utter catastrophe. <laughs> Hell. All right, and then one more animal story. I actually have a bunch of them. Uh, I, I like um, I like this one. Uh, so Su, uh, Su Yun from China raised an injured puppy that she found for two years. But recently, the dog began walking on his hind legs. Okay. She said the more he grew, the more like a bear he looked. And the dog was actually an endangered Asiatic bear. <laughs> That was taken to the Yunnan Wildlife Rescue Center after Yun had asked Animal Rescue for a second opinion. It's a bear. It's a full bear. It's a bear. How could she thought it was a puppy? Yeah, it was. A, it was a baby bear. It was a cub, I guess. When she got it, and she thought it was a an injured puppy. Look at this puppy's dorsal fin on the black market. Uh, this bear sells for thousands, but it is. Now living among its... Oh, you've got a hole in your head, puppy. Its own count, uh, kind in the rescue center. <laughs> That's hilarious. You could see like a wolf or something, yeah, but yeah. a bear? No, nope, it was a bear. All right, and there you go. That is what I have in uh, our all-animal bizarre file for you this morning. All right, let us take a break. Come back in uh, just a moment. we got stuff to get to. Hang in there. We'll be right back. What's new? Why have you asked? Red Hot Chili Peppers. Ron Jones. Nita Strauss with David Draymond. New music. More of everything that rocks. I'm 93.3 WNMR. It's amusing, Preston, that the thing that's labeled as invisible is the most visible. It is <laughs> the most visible. All right, so we're going to play a game. Yeah! We're going to play a game. We're going to play a game we haven't played in years. I'm going to solicit for the game. I'm going to do a couple shout-outs, and we're going to get it underway. This one has been uh, parked and set aside for a long, long time, but I realize how much fun this game actually is. Well, the last time we did it, three people died. They probably did, so we felt it was a good idea to take take a pause. Uh, But we're going to play Hollywood Three-Way, which is a pretty simple game uh, and a chance to win a lot of prizes. So Hollywood Three-Way is a game we came up with where... We will give you, the caller, uh, three movie titles, and you have to give us the actor or actress that stars in all three of those movies or appears in all three of those movies. And, yeah, and it's, again, it's trying to do in your mind, okay, who's who's in that, who's in this? Yeah. And, uh, and get to that third one and just find that common cast member. Yeah. And you win. Pretty simple. 215-263-WMMR. Call right now if you would like to play. Now, while we are waiting for you to call in, I'll pause this case and we'll use that again if you don't mind. Okay, yeah, yeah. All right, so uh, let me do a couple of uh, make good shard outs. This one uh, was requested on the 13th, so a couple days ago. Not bad. Says, uh, hey, President, I'd like to get a shard out for my partner, Scotty Longmore. This is from uh, Luke. Oh, wow. Uh, Orzachowski, or Orzachowski. Anyhow, um, and it was uh, Scotty's 27th birthday, June 13th. Been together and listening to you guys every morning since high school. Uh, most of our relationship has been quoting you guys and swapping Daily Rush videos. 
Uh, he's one of the best guys I know, and he dropped everything to come to Florida with me back in April after my dad passed away from a heart attack. Wow. My dad, by the way, would play you guys on the radio when I was a kid. From back in the Y100 days, Steve's sense of humor has definitely had an impact on my development. Thank you guys <laughs> for all the laughs, and happy birthday to Scotty. That's awesome. There's a start out for you. Uh, this one is from, uh, hey guys, it's from uh, Kyle, the cast iron guy, the Caseyisms guy, the guy that uh, you lost a bet with about Bill Burr being the first guest in your new <laughs> studio. <laughs> Thanks for the case of beer. Uh-huh. Shard out between now and Saturday would be sweet. Best regards and have a nice day. And this was for, oh, his birthday. So happy birthday, Kyle. Oh, nice. A little bit late, but happy birthday to you. Uh, and I'm sending a shard out uh, to a gentleman uh, by the name of Bennett Scalzo. Uh, who invited me to play golf yesterday, but he couldn't go. Huh. And so me huh. and my friend went anyway. Okay. Uh, so I didn't get to play you with Bennett. a shot or a shard? A shard out. So thank you, Bennett. I appreciate it. We had a great time, St. David's uh, Golf Club, and uh, wonderful being and, and some uh, fans of the President Steve show there and everything. So uh, thank you. That was awesome, and we will play down the road. I'm going to knock off, too. You just reminded me. Yeah. So our, our friend of the show, Shannon, uh, her birthday is is uh, coming up, or I forget exactly what day, but I know it's this week. So, happy birthday to Shannon Love and Shannon. Uh, Dwayne from Vertex Fitness, my trainer. It's his birthday as well, Dwayne. Oh. Happy birthday! Very good. Knock those. I I always forget because I suck, and so I tried to do that. Well, you suck less today. <laughs> suck so. less today. All right. So Hollywood Three Way. Uh, each one of us on the show have come up with some Hollywood Three Way um, categories, I guess, if you want to call it that, or or <laughs> scenarios, or. Uh, and we're going to give... Operettas. We're going to... Thank you. Yeah. Operettas. Qu- uh, quatrain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, we'll go around the room and we'll try these out on you. We'll give you three movie titles. Name the actor or actress that stars in all three of those, all right? Yes. 215-263-WMMR. Casey is smiling. I'm well, going to no, no. let him go first. Oh, jeez. Okay. All right? Yeah. All right. What are you smiling about? Uh, just your last one and my last one. Uh, are they identical? Almost. By the way, these can be the, these can be the same. Pe- you know, we yeah, same people person. might repeat. Yeah. Sure. We don't All know right. what we put together. Let's get Andrew. Yo, Andrew. Good morning. Don't answer the door. <laughs> oh wow! Oh wow! That's yeah. an old that's old an old school. old clip. So, All right, Casey's. You looking for that? Uh, yeah, I have it right here. Okay, hold on a oh, second. There it is. Don't answer the door. Oh, oh I know. She passed away some yes. years ago. All right, anyway, uh, Andrew, here we go. Hollywood three-way. You get it? You know what to do? I think so. All right, three movie titles. There is an actor or actress that stars in all three of those movie, or movies or appears in all three of those movies. Name the person that's in common with those three movies you win. Here we go. Here you go, Andrew. The movies are Beetlejuice, The Departed, The Edge. Got it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I can't think of his name. Uh, you, uh, you got me. You got me. Is no, it, I want you to he, win. Uh, Keaton. Not, is it Keaton? Michael Keaton? Nope. No. Uh, I mean, Michael Keaton is in Beetlejuice, but yeah, that's okay. okay. Thank you. Nope. So, uh, so I, and we'll, instead of going multiple people, we'll yeah, just, it's win or lose, we'll and we'll up. just move on. But, uh, by the way, The Edge is a great movie with Anthony Hopkins and, and a bear. Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. Sorry about that. All right. Uh, let's go next to Jay. Hey, Jay, good morning. Nice, nice. Nice, All right, we'll go around the room. Steve, you want to go? Yes, sure. Okay. All right. Are you ready, Jay? Here we go. The movies are Monster, Hancock, Mighty Joe Young. Oh, God. It's... Uh... <laughs> 
so hard when you're on the spot. She's in uh, a million ways to die in the West. <laughs> Go through the alphabet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Starting with her name. Luis uh, Theron? No. Uh, what did he say? He was close. Wait, wait, what he did you say? Lisa. He was real close. He said Lisa. Try, try uh, again. Try again. He already answered. No. Uh, he knows it. Charlize Theron. Yeah. Yeah, not Lisa. <laughs> Lisa Theron. Charlize's sister. All right, sorry, Jay. Yeah, really Lisa Theron. They said I should be an actress, too. Let's go to Rob see if we can get a winner with Kathy. Hey, Rob, good All morning. Right. Good morning. Sorry to bother you, Mark. Nah, we're playing a game, ma'am. We invited you, so here we go. <laughs> Kathy's going to give you a shot at this. Okay. Sense and sensibility. Love, actually. And good luck to you, Leo Grand. What? Man, I got the first two. You got to give me that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that movie's not even out yet. Yes, it is. Is it? Yeah. Oh, is it a great movie? It's like a brand oh, new movie. It's a brand new movie. Uh, uh, no, idea. Kathy no. wanted you to lose so badly. No, yeah. you, you couldn't get it from the other two. What were the other two no again? Promoting the new movie. Sorry, Rob. <laughs> so you said love, uh, love actually, sense and sensibility. Good luck to you, Leo Grant. All right, I know who it is. Yeah, what's her name? Emma. Emma Thompson. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought it was Kira Knightley. <laughs> I thought she and both? No, no, I, maybe uh, I'm wrong about that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's go to another caller. All right, 100% so far. <laughs> We're knocking him out of the park. No wonder why we re-embrace this game. Mike, are you there? Yes, I am. All right, you're going to be playing with Nick. You ready, buddy? Yep. All, All right, right, Mike, here we go. Give us a winner. Ray, Jerry Maguire, if Beale Street could talk. Ray, Jerry Maguire. Fox. What's that? Jamie Foxx. No. Wow. I don't know the answer to this one. Anybody else in the room? Anybody want to guess? Is it Regina Regina King? Regina King. Regina Ah, King. She won an Oscar for If Beale Street Could Talk. I I forgot she was in Ray. All right. I'm going to get a winner here, folks. She played Ray. I'm going to go to Joe. Hey, Joe, good morning. Hey, Preston. Hey, bud. All right, Joe, you ready for this? Yep. Hollywood three-way. Three movie titles. You tell me the actor or actress that starred in all three of these, or appeared in all three of these movies. Uh, Mall Rats, The Accountant, and Justice League. Ben Affleck. There you go. There you go. Winner. All right, Joe. We got some cool tickets for you. Case, what are we we setting them up What did I do with them? They're right here. You have a pair of tickets to see Tom Segura. I'm coming everywhere tour. It's going to be Saturday, October 22nd at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. Tickets are going to go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. You can get all the details that you need. At WMMR.com. One of the best tour names ever. Yes, I'm coming everywhere tour. All right, let me go to Craig. Hi, Craig. Good morning. Gadzooks. Gadzooks, buddy. All right, Hollywood three-way. Some of these are tough. You ready to try this? Uh, Yeah, as long as they're good like last one. Yeah. All right, right, this is going to be amazing. Casey set you up. All right, Craig, uh, your movies are Saving Private Ryan, Thor Ragnarok, We Bought a Zoo. Uh, Let's see. Yeah, Matt Damon. Yeah. 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 Ye
Casey, because he's in a very, very uh-huh. short, funny scene. You're correct. All right, so what are we going to set up Craig with? Craig, you earned this. A pair of tickets to see Tom Segura on Coming Everywhere Tour, Saturday, <laughs> October 22nd at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. Tickets are on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. All the details you need for that and so many other things are at WMMR.com. All right, we move around the room. We're going to have Steve try this one out with listener Bill. Good morning, Bill. Hey, man, uh, add the peppers and onions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Add the peppers yeah. and onions yeah. to you. I understand. <laughs> All right, Bill, I hope you get this. Uh, the movies are 12 Years a Slave, Deadpool 2, A River Runs Through It. Um, let me see. <sighs> um... Uh, what the hell is his name from? Uh, I I don't know. All right, uh, three he seconds away. Um, that's what I think it is. No, I think it is. It is. I don't know. I okay. can't. Uh, time's up. I don't know that one. Brad Pitt. Yeah, Brad, Brad Pitt, Pitt. He just makes a quick little appearance in, in Deadpool, Deadpool too. too. Yeah, and I don't. I still Twelve Years a Slave. I haven't seen in a while. Is he? He is. Uh, he's uh, in the beginning. He's later on. Oh, he's in the later film. on. He's, he's actually he produced the movie as well. All right, that's a good one. All right, we'll go to um, Kathy. Is going to go with Erica this morning. Erica B. Yo, Erica. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Erica. We're playing Hollywood Three Way game. We haven't played in a long time. Kathy's going to try this out with you. You ready? All right. All right. I'm ready. Okay. Here we go. Sense and Sensibility. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. All right. And The Holiday. All right. Oh, my God. To you be honest, get... I don't even know what the second movie is. <laughs> um, Can I give her one more movie? <laughs> no. Can you give her help? That would be unfair to everyone. How about giving her the uh-huh. It would really help if I gave it to her. What was the last one? What was the third movie? The Holiday. I thought maybe you would know that. Give her, give her all three again one more time. <clears throat> okay, Sense and Sensibility, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, and The Holiday. The second one should really help you. Mm-hmm. She never saw what? it. For some reason, the second movie, I'm like, I don't, I can't even think of what that it, is. It's a lot like Titanic. <laughs> okay, well, I hate Titanic. So. Oh, man, you missed it. Just went oh, right over your head, I, didn't I, it? I don't, Three I seconds. Don't yeah, that was a massive clue that you just missed. Titanic. No, time's up. Forget it. <laughs> It's Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet. Sorry, Erica. Steve served it up to you. <laughs> See you, you later. Missed it. Swing and a miss. All right, we have the other Erica who's going to play with Nick, Erica H. Good morning, Erica. Good morning. All right, we're All right Erica. We're going to try to make this as easy as possible. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. Triple X, The Fast and the Furious, <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, okay. Um, That's a gimme. Is it? Is it Guardians? Oh, Triple X, The Fast and the Furious, and then Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, Chris Pratt? No. Oh. I thought that was no, a gimme. No, no, no. Vin freaking Diesel. Yeah. He is the voice of Groot. Yep. All Steve, right. What are those movies about? <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Oh, family. Thank you. <laughs> All right, I'm going to try this out with uh, with Bob. Yo, Bob, good morning. Good morning. I'm not so helpful. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay, Bob. We're playing the very successful Highwood three-way game. 
All right, I got one for you. I think you'll get this right. You ready? Yes. All right. Bruce Almighty, Now You See Me, and The Dark Knight. Uh, I'll just, uh, Dark Knight. Bruce Almighty, Now You See Me, and The Dark Knight. Morgan Freeman? Oh! Yeah! That is correct, nice. sir. Nice. Winner, winner, <laughs> what do we have for him, kids? All right, yeah, we got a pair of tickets. Yeah, uh, I got a pair of tickets for the Always Sunny Podcast Live. That is going to be on Sunday, September 18th at the Met Philadelphia. Tickets are going to go on sale on Friday at 10 a.m. via Ticketmaster. Now, you want to click on concerts at WMMR.com for all the details, including Thursday's pre-sale and another chance to win for MMR VIP. Uh, you might want to bring your jerk mate, right? Yeah. <laughs> you ever heard of jerk mates? Yo. 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 Ever heard of jerk mate? <laughs> All right. We have, um, <laughs> wait, that's, oh, wait. oh yeah, that's Jay. We got Jay on the line. Yo, Jay. Yo, Jay. Ever Yo. heard of jerk mate? No. <laughs> Yo. Ever heard of jerk mate? <laughs> uh, you ready to play, Jay? Sure am. All right. Hey. Casey's going to serve right. this one up for you. Here we go. <laughs> Jay, here are your movies. Fletch. Quick change. Beetlejuice. That's a good one. Wow. Beetlejuice. Is Chevy Chase in Beetlejuice? Is who? Chevy Chase, he said. No, he's not. That's not your guess, though. Who? Like, Give us your guess. Fletch. Fletch. Beetlejuice. Quick change. Oh, my God. I don't know. Chevy Chase. No. Kate Winslet. Gina, Kate Winslet. Gina Davis. Gina Davis. She, she made, played she, Larry in Fletch. That's right. Larry works in the oh. office. Yep. Sorry, ma'am. We got to let you know. That was a good one, Casey. All right. We'll go next to Kevin. Hey, Kev. Huh. All right. Kev, Kevin, we are playing Hollywood three-way, and Steve is your man. All right. I think you can get this, Kevin. Pay attention. Milk. Deadpool 2. Goonies. Uh, uh, Milk, Deadpool 2, Goonies. Um, Peter North. Peter. <laughs> I know Milk yes. made you think of that yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, no, Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin. No, yeah. incorrect. Yeah, that was uh, that was a good one. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> All right, let's get uh, Jack on to play with Kathy. Good morning, Jack. Hey. Yeah, right. All right. Yeah. Okay, All right. Jack, here we go. All right, All right. here ever we go, Hey, Fonz, <laughs> we're going to play uh, Hollywood Yo, Freeway. ever heard of Jerkmate? Kathy's got three <laughs> movie titles. Let's see if you know the actor or actress who appears in each. Okay. All right. This might be another Come on, don't. one, isn't it? Do it. What do you mean, don't? It's, uh, if you say sense and sensibility, no, no. I'm going to throw something no, at you. I'm not going to Battleship that. Potemkin, Kiana Scotty. Our Goodwill Hunting, Dazed and Confused, Too Fast, Too Furious. Oh. Um, too Fast, Too Furious. You said Dazed and Confused? Yeah. And Goodwill Hunting. I couldn't even tell you. I don't know. John Candy. <laughs> <laughs> I asked Nick if it was too hard, but he got it. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, but Nick would get. He like this guy's not a big enough star. He, what? <laughs> He is. Wow. Okay. I Tell everybody him. who it is, Kathy. Cole Hauser. Cole Hauser. Yeah, you know. knows him. <laughs> if you watch Yellowstone, you know him. Do you yeah. watch Yellowstone guy on the phone? No, he's not. Oh, uh, yeah. We, we let him go. Uh, he went to go hide. That's that, was, not, that was a bank shot. You got you to gotta pick bigger names. I yeah. was going to use that one on the girl because I thought she would get it, but then yeah. I thought the other one. It was Tremby Dungford. <laughs> <laughs> I, Hollywood I star who appeared in The Magic Elephant. <laughs> I don't know if you're allowed to play anymore, okay. Kathy. Sense and sensibility. Uh, yeah. All right. Too fast, too furious. All right. Mike. Wuthering Heights. Mike, are you there? Grandma. What'd you say, Mike? Say it again. Hi, Grandma. Hi, Grandma. Hi, Grandma. All right, Mike. You get to play with Nick. Let's Hi, see Grandma. what he pulls out All for right, you. Mike. Here we go. The Godfather. <laughs> Apocalypse Now. And Hustle. Ugh. The Godfather, Apocalypse Now, and Hustle. Uh, Robert Duvall? Yes! Oh, we got one! Oh. I did it! All right, Mike. Hang, hang on. Here's what we've got for you. Mike, this is our final pair of tickets for the Always Sunny podcast live. It's going to be Sunday, September 18th. This is our final pair of tickets today. Um, and that's going to be at the Met Philadelphia. Tickets are going to go on sale Friday at 10 a.m. via Ticketmaster. You want to click concerts at WMMR.com for all the details, including Thursday's pre-sale and another chance to win for MMR VIPs. By the way, I was delighted to see Robert Duvall in Hustle. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know that that's great. a new movie, but I thought it was two gimmies and then a difficult one. Yeah, no, that, uh, that, yeah. that makes sense. All right. Uh, let's go to uh, listener Jim. Hi, Jim. Morning, sir. I have three testicles. Oh, yes. Congratulations, oh, yes. you it's and Gary, painful. all day long. All right, Jim. I have three this, testicles. This is probably one of my more difficult ones. I've I've made them a little easier than these guys, but let's try this one out. On you ready? Yeah. Sense right, and we. sensibility. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, no. All right. So here we go. Uh, Avengers: Age of Ultron, Sing, and Home Alone Three. The thing with uh, John Carpenter's thing? No, no, no sing. sing. S I N G. An anim- animated movie. John Carpenter's Sing. Uh, so uh, let me give those again. It is uh, Avengers: Age of Ultron, Sing, and Home Alone Three. Home Alone Three. Yeah, that's the kind of flying element there. Uh, the Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando. Good guess. <laughs> Yeah, he was in Sing. Remember him in Sing? Yeah. Uh, That's funny because my parents left the house and I'm here alone. I got to take on the wet band. That was him in uh, Home Alone 3. A lot of people don't know that the person left home was Marlon Brando. You don't show me any respects? Uh-huh. Uh, no, it was uh, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. She was a kid in uh, Home Alone that 3. That was more difficult. Yep. All right. Let's go next to Mike. Hey, Mike, good morning. You guys rock. <laughs> Love the energy, Mike. All right, we got one from Casey. Here we uh, go. Yeah, I just want to make sure that this person's actually in this movie. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. A little quick last second research. Yes. Kathy, what are you yeah. laughing about? I, just, uh, I can't is. wait till you get to me next time. Okay. <laughs> all right. No. So, all right. Uh, who do we talk? All right, Mike. 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 Sense and sensibility. All right. <laughs> Dazed and confused. School ties. Justice League. Ah, uh, Justice League. Uh, hmm. 
Uh, ben Affleck? Yeah! yeah! You did it! I'm so glad you didn't guess Cole Hauser, because he was in Days Confused and School Ties as well. Yeah. Really? Yes, he was. He was wow. also in 12 Years of Cole Hauser. <laughs> All right, Mike, you get a prize. Here's what we have for you, Mike, buddy. we got a pair of tickets to see Tom Segura. I'm coming everywhere. World Tour. Saturday, October 22nd at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. Tickets are on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. And all the details you need can be found at WMMR.com. All right. We have a few more to go here. It's Taryn who gets the next crack at it. Yo, Taryn, good morning. Good morning. All right, Taryn. Hollywood three-way. Taryn, I think he can do this. If you know one of these movies, you'll have a good guess. Okay. Fear. Election. Pleasantville. What was the first one? Fear, Election, Pleasantville. Reese Witherspoon. Yes! Well done. Taryn gets a prize. All right, Taryn, you have our final pair of tickets to see Tom Segura. That is the I'm Coming Everywhere World Tour. It's going to be Saturday, October 22nd at the Hard Rock Hotel in Casino Atlantic City. Tickets are on sale Friday at 10 a.m. All the details can be found at WMMR.com. Uh, Matt, lucky you. You get to play with Kathy. <laughs> it's like Russian roulette. You ready, Matt? How you doing, Matt? Oh, great. Is it going to be Bow Wow as the answer? <laughs> Bow Wow. Bow Wow is no, not the answer. On. This is good. You ready? Are you Go ready, Matt? Yeah, okay. All right. Oh, no. Sense and sensibility. Shut up. She's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> About a boy and Bridget Jones. Well, say it one more time, please. Sense and sensibility. About a boy, Bridget Jones. Uh, Bridget Jones's diary. Right. Yeah. Bridget Jones's diary. Sorry. Uh, uh, Hugh Grant? Yes! Yeah! 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 Oh, yeah! Yes! Sense seat. We do sense bill to pay off. <laughs> All right, Matt. We're going to set you up with something. Uh, I need to find out if Okay, Matt you want to ask would... Matt a question? Here, yeah. go ahead. Matt, I only have uh, passes for the black phone screening, and then also I have cases of, uh, of IPA. What would you rather have? I guess I will do the IPA. Okay, so you have a case of New Belgium Voodoo Ranger IPA. Voodoo Ooh, Ranger IPA nice. is bursting with tropical aromas and juicy fruit flavors. It is perfectly bitter golden IPA with a refreshing finish. Live rangerously. All right. Sounds It does. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got Nick who's going to play with Anthony. Yo, Anthony, good morning. Yeah. Here it comes. Yeah. <laughs> All, right, All right, Anthony, you ready? What? Are you ready? <laughs> He's dead. Right, I'm ready. Okay. What? All right, Anthony. The Avengers, Kong, Skull Island, Muppets Most Wanted. What the, was the second one? I got Avengers. The Avengers, Kong, Skull Island, and then the last one is Muppets Most Wanted. Let's go out on a whim here and say Samuel Jackson. No. That's a good guess, though. Yeah, I don't know this. He one. was in two of them. Yes, yes. Yeah, he was. Who is it? You know the answer? No, I. Did. Oh, I thought you. Okay, I, I, I it, thought it was Sam Jackson. Uh, Case you know? No, Tom Hiddleston. Ah, Thomas. Wait, so I, I didn't see Kong Skull Island. He's the he's, he's the, the male lead, lead in that. But and what was the last one? Sam Jackson's in that as well. Muppets Most Wanted. Oh, see now, now I'm out on that. Yeah, so that's the one that no confused idea. me. All right, well that's kind of what we tried to pull off on this game. All right, we'll go to Eric <laughs> next. 
Hi, Erica. Hi. All right, Erica, you ready to play? I think so. Okay, <laughs> let's try this one out on you. This is me doing this one. Here we go. Night at the museum, the birdcage, and Jumanji. Pretty easy one. You know, when you say that, it makes me feel bad. <laughs> um, uh, Robin Williams? Yeah, that's yeah! Good. Yep, 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 yep. That's kind of a gimme. All right, Erica, hang on. Here's what we have for you. Steve's saying that this movie's getting a 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. It is still 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Well, you have a pair of passes to see The Black Phone on Tuesday, June yes, June 21st at 7 p.m. at the UA King of Prussia. And uh, the movie critics are calling uh, nightmare-inducing, and Ethan Hawke gives a blood-curdling performance unlike anything we've ever seen. From Bloomhouse and the director of Doctor Strange and Sinister, Universal Pictures presents The Black Phone, rated R in theaters June 25th. All right, we got Chris on the line now, and Chris, Casey's got one to serve up for you. Hollywood three-way, three movie titles, one actor or actress that's in all three. You think you can do this? Yes. All right, Chris sounds fired up, Chris. Here you go. Or Dem Morale, Moral Order, Dos Fritas. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Come on, everybody knows who that is. Can you send him again? I don't know if it was my phone or... <laughs> it wasn't. No, it was Casey. <laughs> it was me. I'm sorry, I'm being an a-hole. That's the chick who says uh, in Pulp Fiction, who, uh, will you kiss it? Okay, here we go. A put the belly. <laughs> put the belly. A pooch. All right, here's your real one. Here's that, your that real one. That was a joke. Here Thank we go. you. All right, Chris. <laughs> Thank you. Um, you guys are a-holes. <laughs> Jackie Brown. <laughs> Spider-Man Homecoming. Birdman. Oh, wow. Birdman. What was the first one? Jackie Brown. Spider-Man Homecoming. Birdman. Uh, the Michael Keaton? Yes! yes! That's how you do it. Well done. All right, what do we have for Chris, Case? Chris, first of all, you got a laugh, so congratulations on that one. You also got a case of New Belgium Voodoo Ranger IPA. Voodoo Ranger IPA is bursting with a tropical aroma and juicy fruit flavors. It is perfectly bitter golden IPA with a refreshing finish. Live rangerously. All right, we'll go over to Ron next. Yo, Ron, good morning. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. All right, Ron, you're going to play with Steve. Hey, I love playing with Steve. Uh, there we go. <laughs> I'm very playable. All right, I'll try to give it... Uh, let me see. All right, I'm going to go with this one. Razor's Edge, Lost in Translation, Zombieland. Oh. Yeah, all right. Razor's Edge, Lost in Translation, Zombieland. Are you, are you there? I think we... Did we, we lose, lose him? him? I think we lost him. Oh. oh, yeah. All right. Sorry, dude. He sounded like... He loved playing with you, too, no, Steve. Maybe, oh, maybe he got so worked up he had to right. go take care we're of We're going to have to go to another uh, caller. We're going to have to go to Kevin and try those three out. Kevin! Hello. Hello. Well, we lost our caller, Kevin, so you get those three. Steve? All right. It's Razor's Edge, Lost in Translation, Zombieland. I've never seen Razor's Edge, but I believe that is Bill Murray. You yes! Are. Nice work, Kevin. Now we're doing it. Yes. All right. What's up for Kev? You got a case of New Belgium Voodoo Ranger IPA. Voodoo Ranger IPA is a bursting with tropical aromas and juicy fruit flavors. It is perfectly bitter golden IPA with a refreshing finish. 
live rangerously. All right, don't take any more callers because I think that's all we have time for. We got four left. <laughs> right. uh, you guys, we I think we each have I them, have, right? I have two left. Yeah, I got a couple left as well. All right, let's go to, uh, let's see, we'll get Sean on with Kathy. Hey, Sean. Hey, Sean, you there, buddy? Oh, hey, what's up? How you doing? Good, man. All right, you're going to play with Kathy. I know you're excited. <laughs> yeah, I'm very excited to play with Kathy. All right, okay. here, we go. All right here we go. A beautiful mind, he's just not that into you, and Top Gun Maverick. Uh, can you repeat that one more time? Yeah. A beautiful mind, he's just not that into you, Top Gun Maverick. He's taking it off. I know. He's in Tom Cruise, I guess. Tom Cruise. No, incorrect. Sorry. (laughs) Jennifer Connelly. Yes. And I've not seen Top Gun Maverick yet, but I I, I did hear she's in it. She looks great. She's so good at it. Like, all all of the movies that she's in, I always think she looks sad, and she's, like, so depressed and crying, and she plays complete opposite in this one, and it's good. Did you see Top Gun Maverick? I did, yeah. yeah, It's really good. I liked it. I loved it, yeah. She is so pretty. She is one, especially... She looks really good in it, too. Yeah, she's just a stunning young woman. All right, uh, we will go next to John. Hey, John. Yep. All right, uh, you get to play with Nick. You read day. I am. All right, John, here we go. Ocean's 8, Crazy Rich Asians, Shang-Chi, and Legend of the Ten Rings. Ooh, uh... uh... Aquafina? Yeah! Nice work, John. Good job. We got a prize for you. Oh, yeah. So uh, you have our finer. This We don't have any more of these. Uh, we have a case of New Belgium Voodoo Ranger IPA. Voodoo Ranger IPA is bursting with tropical aromas and juicy fruit flavors. <laughs> I'm just killing today, aren't I? Uh, it is perfectly bitter golden IPA with a refreshing finish. Live Rangers. Okay. All right. We have, uh, we have two more to go. Uh, let's go to Brian. Hey, Brian, good morning. Hey, got Duke. Get Duke. All right, Brian, I got one for you. Ready? Yeah. All right, here we go. Kingpin, Charlie's Angels, and Caddyshack. Could it be someone already named? Yeah, yes. It could be someone already named. Mm-hmm. Well, that's got to be Bill Murray. And there yeah. it is, yes. Yeah. Easy one. Right. Anyway, as he was doing his, I'm like, I'm going to do mine, too. Yeah. All right. Brian, here's what we have for you, buddy. All right, for you, Brian, we got a pair of passes to see The Black Phone, which is going to be on Tuesday, June 21st at 7 p.m. at the UA King of Prussia. Black Phone rated R in theaters June 24th. I, I cued him to do that. All right, Casey doesn't. By the way, uh, so it's like a supernatural element to this thing, yeah. too, which is very cool. The, the, the story is it's a kid taken captive by this guy that Ethan Hawke is playing as a lunatic, but there is he's actually helped by victims of this guy who have Ooh. passed on. Okay. The, the, the kid in the uh, in the locked room. Nice. All right, we got time for one more. Casey gets to do this when we have Seth on the line. Hi, Seth. Hey, how are you? Just got out of the shower. Yeah. <laughs> Squeaky clean. Mm-hmm. All right, Seth, you and Casey, here we go. You ready? <laughs> All right, we got it. Gross point blank. My girl. Blues Brothers. Gross, point blank. The original Blues Brothers? Yes. yes. My Girl, Blues Brothers. I think it's oh, me. Oh, is it Dan Aykroyd? Yes! yes. Hey. He's the dad in My Girl. 
I, I, I never saw my uh, Gross Point play. I, I have, but I didn't remember him in it. Who is he? He's the other uh, assassin. He and um, uh, John Cusack are Hitman. dueling assassins. Yeah, uh, Hitman. Gotcha. Hitmans. Seth's the winner, and we got one last prize, and that's going to wrap it up. Hey, uh, Seth, you got yourself a pair of pass to see the Black Phone. And that's going to be on Tuesday, June 21st at 7 p.m. at UA King of Prussia. I beat you to it, Steve. Black Phone, rated R, in theaters, June 24th. All right. Hey, Hollywood Freeway. Hey, I have hey. one. That's actually time. Let's see who's the first to get this. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. Amongst us. All right. Here we go. Pineapple Express, Zombieland, Aquaman. Oh. Mm. Okay. Pineapple Express, Oh, uh, yes, yes, yes. He's been here in the studio. He's in uh, 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 Now You See Me. Jeff. Um, Michael. No, 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 no. No. Um, Jesse Eisenberg. And Ventura. <laughs> yeah, Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. That's what I would say. No. No. Okay. Okay, hang on. <sighs> I never Express, saw, I didn't Zombieland, Aquaman. I didn't see Aquaman. Is it Willem Dafoe? No. William Dafoe? Yeah. Anybody on getting out of the text? Nope. Uh, oh, I don't know. It'll take a little while before those come through. Oh man, who's that? Amber Heard. Uh-uh. Oh, she's the she's Seth Rogen's high school girlfriend. girlfriend. She's the next door neighbor in Zombieland, oh. and she is, of course, Ooh. the female lead in Aquaman. In Aquaman. Oh. All right, nice, excellent. And uh, yeah, my my last one's too easy. I'm not even going to try it out. All right, guys. You sure. All right, yeah. There we go. First one who gets it. Uh, Batman, Mars Attacks, The Bucket List. Jack Nicholson. Yes. That's the easy one. Easy Hang on one. a second. I got something for you here, buddy. Okay. Uh, uh, uh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's what That's what it is. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Yeah. Are we clear? Crystal. Sorry. <laughs> All right. And with that, I have enjoyed playing this game. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And we'll dust that one off from time Kathy's to time. Kathy's the best. Yeah, she Oh, man. <laughs> Really hits in the heart of pop culture. Sense and sensibility three way, it should be called. <laughs> I was dying when I got a yeah. third one out of it. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, we're going to have uh, there's a movie local uh, locally uh, uh, produced a film uh, that is called Killing Smalls. <laughs> From the producers of Sense and Sensibility. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> uh, and a buddy of ours is in this movie. We're going to talk to a couple people when we get back. Stay with us, all right? Hey gang, time's running out to sign up for the I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive. It's happening on the 24th at two convenient locations. The Greater Philadelphia Expo Center in Oaks and the Event Center inside Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia. All donors get the newest Preston and Steve t-shirt and on-site refreshments including Everfresh juice, plus a reusable tote bag from our friends at Window Nation. And for the first time, we'll be doing our show live from Oaks while Brent, Jackie, and Sarah will check in live from Live Casino. As for Pierre, he'll be somewhere, we're sure. Oh, dear. Yeah, I bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive, benefiting the American Red Cross. Make your appointment at WMMR.com now. Sponsored by Recovery Centers of America. For addiction and mental health treatment, call 1-800-RECOVERY. From 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. We got a couple of guys in the studio, and one of them is coming back to his old haunt. <laughs> Here at One Bala Plaza, and we knew him for years. You might not have known him, but uh, he kept us well-fed and quite happy, especially with breakfast pizza. Breakfast yeah. pizza was awesome. Uh, we, we want to welcome our friend uh, Damon Forte here. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much, ran the restaurant Manja at One Bala Plaza, and we haven't seen you in a while. How you doing, man? 
I was just telling Kathy, it's so great to be here and see your faces. I listen to you guys every morning, but it's just not the same. Seeing you guys yeah. is, is awesome. It's um, less expensive for you, giving us all it, that free pizza. Listen, it was well worth it. It was well worth it. But I was saying to Kathy, it was like coming back to high school. You know, I haven't been back here since uh, everything went down, and it was it was yeah. great to see those guys. So, Well, listen, now you're starring in the movies and stuff, so look at you. And you also have a food truck. We're going to ask you about that. You're doing really well with that. But we also, speaking of the movie... We have director, writer, producer, and actor for the film Killin' Smalls, which Damon is in. That's Please right. Welcome Ray Martin yeah. to the show. Yeah. As well. Hi, Ray. Hey, thanks How you doing, me. man? Nice to see you. Nice to see you, sir. Excellent. So, all right, let's talk about the movie, about Killin' Smalls. And by Smalls, we mean the guy who played Smalls in uh, The Sandlot, right? Yes, sir. Yes, okay. sir. So, the whole story is uh, we made a movie called Sealing a Survivor that came right out uh, right when COVID hit. And... Uh, I got some medical anxiety kind of during that time, and I started writing and uh, found peace in that. And I wanted to keep the journey going with having a famous father in my next movie. So okay. I got Shooter McGavin to play my dad in a movie called Christmas Reckoning. <laughs> which right? is amazing. It was awesome. And I pitched which, him at a golf outing. So Christopher McDonald, which we're talking? Yeah, yeah, Chris McDonald, yes, yeah. sir. So while we were at the golf outing, after he said yes, he introduced me to Tom Geary. And Tom Geary actually had seen Stealing a Survivor. And he said, Ray, listen. I want you to kidnap me. And I thought he was kidding. Yeah. A few days later, his manager called and said, hey, he thinks it'd be cool if you kind of came up with an idea where you kidnap him and kind of get in trouble again. And I said, okay. So I came up with the idea, and, and they actually represented Tony Darrow from Goodfellas and Joe D'Onofrio from Bronx Town and Goodfellas as oh, well. Wow. Okay. So they said, if you can write something in with them, you know, they're all but interested. They're appropriate, certainly, to this subject matter. Yeah, yes, that's 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 cool. So yes, how, how long to to shoot and, and uh, you know, from beginning to end? Because a lot of stuff got stalled over the past two years. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of I have a system. We did seven movies, believe it or not, this, this whole year. This I kinda, weekend. <laughs> this weekend. <laughs> this weekend. But I kind of got a good system where I got a good crew, and uh, yeah. I found a way to uh, knock out these movies. You know, we, we actually knock them out within... You know, five, seven days, five to seven days. Wow, we're do wow. Movies. okay. Yeah, and uh, we do a lot of it at the Radnor Hotel. They call it Ray Martin Studios now. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. True. So True. the whole concept, bottom line, was, uh, you know, we, these guys, Tony Darrow is the head of the mob, mob right. family. Joe D'Onofrio is under him. Damon is one of their guys as well. Damon stole the show, I got I to gotta oh, say. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> and uh, they're not earning money like they used to. So they need to come up with an idea on how they can earn money again. So one of them says, hey, this guy, Ray Martin, who lives in my neighborhood, he made a movie with Norm from Cheers where they kidnap a celebrity. Right. We should kidnap a celebrity. And then he's like, all right, well, go get me Ray Martin. So they come to my house on a Sunday and they say, you got to come with us. So I go with them and they say, listen, you got to help us kidnap a celebrity. And I say, I made a movie about kidnapping a celebrity. I don't actually know how to kidnap a celebrity. And Tony goes, well, you're going to have to learn quick. So <laughs> then we, we do. And uh, they kidnap. I said, who do you want to kidnap? Kevin Bacon? And they said, no, Smalls from the Sandlot. I said, he's still alive? <laughs> they said, yeah. <laughs> but he's, in the movie, he's mean to little kids. And you want him to be kidnapped. Right. So he's a, he's a curmudgeon and, and a bastard. And that's, oh, that's cool. That's a cool angle. He, exactly. He's, a, he's, he's perfect for it. All and, right. Uh, and, but like a lot said, of people love Sandlot. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, the, you build into that fan base, and uh, and this was one of your five day specials. This is one of my five day specials, but this this one. Um, so so, Ceiling of Survivor got picked up nationally and internationally. Happy Hour Slasher comes out next month nationally and internationally, but this one we have to prove ourselves. So this one we have on Vimeo. 
uh, until September. And if we can get just 2,000 rents or buys, yeah. then we will get our distribution deal and get national release for September. Well, that's cool. Um, yeah. So, it, that's, so there's the big push is to get, because you got to establish to them, people who'd be putting it out there for you, that it has some legs, as they say. Yes, sir. So you I'm know. really hoping that Philly can get behind me on this one. And if we can get just 2,000 rents or buys, we're golden. I'll tell you where you could get Kathy in on this. If there was <laughs> any nod to Sense and Sensibility, her favorite movie. Yeah. No, no, this is I really... I thought you were going to say Hooker Roll. <laughs> it's really cool. No, she already done that. My wife played a hooker. Yeah. <laughs> you want to say yeah. I didn't mean to say that on the air, but so. <laughs> I'm dead. So, uh, no, this is cool. So, and uh, the best of luck to you, man, to getting that word out. All right, so I need to ask Damon, had you ever done any acting before? Because I do not know you in that role. Yeah, you know what? It's funny. I actually, no one really knows this about me, but I took acting classes after college oh, yeah. at the Walnut Street Theater for about a year. Okay. And I moved up to, uh, to New York. To pursue an acting career, take okay. a crack at for it for about yeah. a year, and uh, when I I didn't really land anything, but I, I got some some bit parts and and did some college stuff with some young producers and directors. Okay. Well, look at the guys that, that you're talking about here. They're, they you know that uh, oh, from was, a Bronx Tale and these Steve. these guys who are, are are characters. Like if you watch the movie the, uh, the the series The Offer about the making of The Godfather, we just talking to Joe about that. Right yeah. when they brought in these guys, and a lot of them are just regular guys who had a, a street look. And they got careers out of it. It was surreal acting next to Tony Darrow and Joe <laughs> D'Onofrio because I'm a, you know, good fellas. Yeah. It's yeah. part of like my family. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. it's like Christmas. We watch like, uh, you know, good fellas. That's what we do. We have Boston. Who, who do you play to them in the movie? Like what? Well, what me and Joe D'Onofrio are like the two like low end mobster okay. goons. And we're trying to come up with this plot to kidnap Ray to help kidnap. Right. Uh, you know, small. <laughs> and it's just, it's hijinks. It's a Philly movie. It's, it's great. I mean, you know, he says I'm great in it. I think I'm okay in it, but it's it was. Fu- I mean, I was laughing at myself. My family was there for the premiere. It's it's all surreal. So, and if you've ever enjoyed the Radnor Hotel, this is the movie for Let you. Let me tell you, I'm going to book a room there this weekend. Very yeah. nice. Yeah. Very nice. <laughs> Did you uh, guys uh, were you able to instead of craft services? Was that the Continental Breakfast? Was that the listen? Five dollar fresh is in the movie. The burger <laughs> cart in the movie. That's, that's, that's his great. truck. Yeah, five dollars fresh. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Uh, speaking about food, uh, Denunfrio, he he visited his first Wawa. When oh, was oh yeah. We did a movie called Shoebies over the summer down in Wildwood, um, and he he said my cousin Jimmy was ch- was getting something, you know, at the counter. Right. All he hears is, cousin Jimmy, cousin Jimmy, hey. Wawa's great. Sorry, Joe Denunfrio. Like, it's great. Uh, Unbelievable. Speaking of Wildwood, uh, July 28th at the Seaport Pier, we're having a a viewing of Killing Smalls under the stars. Uh, By the way, we have a a link to Killing Smalls uh, on PrestonandSteve.com. If you're looking to get those 2,000... Uh, clicks those rents, uh, then uh, we'll we'll do what we can to get some people to sh- at least check that out and get that moving forward. You know, it's like you think of Roger Corman and these guys who started with you know shoestring budgets and and make pulling everything they could and and those Roger Corman, f- you know, helped find Martin Scorsese and Francis Ford Coppola yeah. and all those guys. So this is the the beginning, the seed of something that could be big. Listen, yeah. it all started in Manja. That's where we, that's where we <laughs> shot Steel Under Survivor. Yeah, and I, that's I, how we met. And we've become we've become like best of friends. I, can't, the I can't thank you enough, Damon. I can't thank Tom Rafferty who produced uh, th- that and believed in me. You know, it's all about getting people who believe in you, right? Yeah. Uh, so, so Damon, with and, and if you're just tuning in, uh, Damon, one of the people here, you know, who worked at uh, had the restaurant uh, here in our building until COVID hit, and 
it was things were kind of going south anyway. I think, yeah. or you were having some yeah. issues. So, but you did so with a lot of people in the restaurant industry. Industry, you had to pivot. Yep, you know, the popular word uh, in the past couple of years. Uh, and then you you started this five dollar fresh uh, truck. Yep. And how is that going for you? Now? Well, we're up to three trucks now. Three trucks. Yeah, yeah. We have a location on Twenty First in Oregon. Thirty uh, third and market on Drexel's campus, and I'm going to be launching um, Philadelphia Community College in a few weeks. And you're getting write ups like crazy. Yeah, people love we, the burgers. I'd love to try. These. Listen, I was telling Ray before we came in here, Manja was like it was like a yacht, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was like a diner menu. Yeah. And when I developed this concept, I wanted to shoot with a rifle, not a shotgun. Right. And I just landed on the on the burger, and like we do it better than anyone. You know, it's people are blown away. Are you? You seem a little happier. Uh, yeah. This, uh, well, I got married. Uh, well, good thing. Uh, yeah, I got yeah. married over COVID twice to the same woman. Yeah. <laughs> we had like a, we had a lake wedding. Okay. At, at my house, and then we did a big party in October, and. Uh, Wow, I just got a little little sweaty over here. A little <laughs> yeah, emotional. Yeah, yeah. How Unbelievable. How Unbelievable. many burgers are you moving in a, in a day? Because they, there was a, a write-up in the paper about how successful. Yeah. Because yeah. it's the $5. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. We're, we're doing, at Drexel, we're doing over 100 burgers a day. Wow. Julie, you guys remember Julie? Yeah. yeah. She's, yeah. Jules yeah. is running 21st in Oregon. We saw you guys oh, nice. at the camp out. Yeah. She's running 21st in Oregon. She's slow, with her charm, she's slowly building that location to it. <laughs> with to her charm. Yeah. She's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. You guys know. She's yeah. unbelievable. No, she's oh, great. She doesn't take any crap. Oh, she doesn't. She hilarious. doesn't. She'll tell you off, and you'll feel like she's giving you a hug. She's <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. she's that great. is fantastic. So, all right, with this, with the the success of, of Kellen Smalls, are are uh, you going to be throwing him in any other movies? You yeah. think? Yes, sir. We start one today at oh. the Radnor Hotel. You're playing J. Edgar Hoover, correct? <laughs> called Free Lunch. We're doing actually. Free lunch. <laughs> we're actually doing a movie today called Mystery Retreat. Uh, it's oh. about three groups uh, of people that all go to a murder mystery dinner, and Damon here plays a uh, mobster who big shocker is, is his wife is like Marissa Tomei from My Cousin Vinny, but he's over the life, so he's coming with the polo, the khaki pants. He's telling her, call me Brandon for today. You're Brenda. She's like, no, I'm Teresa. You're Vinny. Okay. Get over this. So, so, so we're going to fund today. Ray, what if people want to, if they have a, they want to get into a movie and, 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 and yeah. want to audition or whatever? I mean, this is obviously, this is grassroots effort, but this is how you get your, your th- you guys are making it happen. How do they get in touch with you? Uh, RayMartinFilms.com. Okay. Yeah, RayMartinFilms.com or uh, call me at 267. No, I'm just kidding. Ray Martin <laughs> $5 burger with every call. Yes, yes exactly. <laughs> RayMartinFilms.com. Yes, sir. Okay. Excellent. Well, we'll make sure everybody knows that. Wow. Well, good. Damon, great to see you. So Ray, good to see you guys, well. man. We Thank miss you. you around here, buddy. Thank you. Yeah. I miss you guys. No problem. Terribly. Thank you so much for having us, guys. We love you. I'll drag you out. We'll play golf sometime, all right? Please, let's do it, man. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you guys. Good luck. Good yeah. luck, you guys. Thank you so much. And Damon Forte, we appreciate it. So uh, that's really cool. So if you want to, you know, you want to support a little local endeavor, uh, it's easy to do. Go to PrestonAndSteve.com and and help these guys out because they certainly would appreciate it. Uh, let me see here. Oh yeah, reminder, secret text word. We're going to get a winner for that in a little bit, and we have your chance to win uh, the dinner cruise aboard the Spirit of Philadelphia. So make sure that you text. The word uh, secret to 39333. Speaking of food, because we were talking about his uh, food truck, uh, did you guys see the James Beard Awards? Yes, yeah. I did. came out yesterday. Wait, is this the thing Marissa went to? Uh, no, no, no. 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 She, went, she went to the James Beard house. Okay. And I think it's probably all in preparation of these James Beard the Awards. The Beardies. The Beardies <laughs> uh, coming out. The Beardos. Uh, but they, they have, you know, you have the Academy Awards, you have the Grammys. Uh, those are for, you know, movies and yeah. food and or movies and, and uh, music. But the James Beard Awards are, 
considered the Oscars right. uh, for the world of food. And we had a couple of winners in our era. Philly always distinguishes itself. Yeah, so there were just two of them uh, yes. this time around. I know there are, uh, sometimes there are more, unless I'm wrong, Marissa, you look kind of intrigued. But, yeah, I have two of them. So for best chef in the mid-Atlantic region, yes. so this is best chef by regions. That includes uh, D.C., Delaware, Maryland, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and Virginia. Uh, we have a Philadelphia winner, and that is uh, Christina Martinez out of uh, South Philly Barbacoa. Yeah. So, very good. You guys been there? No, this is one of these places <laughs> where I haven't been, and I really want to go, and I think this is, uh, like, they make the amount of food that they're going to serve for the day, and if you don't get there in time, you're effed. Okay. They sell out They sell out every single day. No kidding. All right. And for um, best supporting dish. Best supporting <laughs> dish. No. Then uh, for America's Classics, uh, this is a committee chosen award. It's given to establishments in six of the 12 restaurant and chef award regions with what they call timeless appeal. All right. And so that goes to Corinne's Place in Camden. Oh. New Jersey, yeah. The owner is uh, Corinne Bradley Powers. What's the cuisine? I do not know. Marissa, Do you? is it a restaurant you're familiar with? She's our restaurant maven. I think it's like uh, Southern co- Cooking, like uh, comfort food. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. There's so much uh, so yeah, much great food. Uh, Camden, isn't that where Donkeys is? That is. Yeah. 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 So much food, so little time. Yeah. There are some great nominees. As you said, Preston, there's been years in the past where Philadelphia has come back with, like, multiples. Um, this year, not as many. Ellen Yin, who owns Fork, um, which has been around for 25 years, Fork wow. in Old City. I remember when, the, yeah, right, when that was a yeah. new, when that was a new, hot, up-and-coming restaurant. That was the comfort food? That's where you get, uh, they always had a meatloaf? And is it the menu? No, food? that's Jones. Oh, that's Jones, you're right, yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Fork uh, nice is a brunch. little more upscale cuisine. Um, yeah, it's been around for And she is, like, one of the leaders of the Sisterly Love Food Fair and just does so much in the city. Um, she was up for uh, one of these, like, big awards, like Lifetime Achievement Awards. Um, but apparently in the Beard Awards, you have to, like, kind of get nominated a bunch of times before you win. Okay. Didn't she invent Uncrustables? Yeah, she did. <laughs> yes. She did. A lot of people weren't aware of that. <laughs> no. what, does the be- what does the award look like? Nick, can you pull up what the, yes. what the James Beard, the actual... Looks like a fake look- beard. Oh, it's, it's, Hold a, on. Um, it's a medal. Oh, it's a medal yeah. you win. Oh. Dude, medal's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. I won, uh, Steve and I were lucky enough we got the Service to America Award from yes. the National Association of Broadcasters, and it was a medal. So we were I, went, wearing them. I went around the rest of the night. Yeah, where we like uh, we went. Uh, my dad and I, and my dad came down for that event, and we went to uh, back to our hotel and went down to the bar, and there were like a few people there wearing these medals, and I was one of the medal wearers. I was like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, got a medal. Yeah, mm-hmm. thanks for your service. Yeah, thank you for your service. I, didn't I did nothing. So yeah. much cooler than carrying around a trophy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like less lame. Well, that's really cool. So, yeah, I guess James Beard is like that guy from ZZ Top Beard. He's the only one in the uh, band that doesn't have a beard. Has right? no beard. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. He wore a uh, bow tie. That was his uh, moniker. His, on his kind chin. Of signature look. Yeah. On his chin. <laughs> Looks like a beard. Yeah, so they call me James Beard. So I wear my bow tie on my beard, on my chin, in the place wore, of the beard. I think he wore a lot of things on his chin. When I was in his house, Did it was he? pretty freaky. His, like, whole bathroom, his bedroom, everything was Like, mirrored. super freaky? Yeah, everything was full mirrors. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, so you posted uh, you posted yeah. some mirror pictures. So you're saying yeah. a lot of stuff ended up on his chin? Oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Quite yeah. possibly. Uh, um, all I know is he is, that that is the legend, that is the pinnacle, right, for... 
Yeah. The culinary world? Yes, exactly. I think uh, James Beard is going to be, like, coming up as, like, the new, like, pop culture um, uh, person that's going to get, like, movies and TV shows oh. in the next couple of years. Okay. I think like an Avenger? a lot more. Yeah, exactly. Yes. He's, he's the new Iron Man. <laughs> Didn't you hear? James Beard. His uh, beard does. Who is the, uh, who is the uh, like, one of the Eternals? Doesn't have a hair? That... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Medusa? Uh, I might be. Is that yeah. her name? I don't, or I'm not sure, but yes. He, he controls his beard hair. His facial hair. I can, what's your superpower? I control my, my facial hair. You know, they used his likeness for this medal, and uh, it, it's a real prestigious honor, but they, like, took a, a photo or used a photo, I guess, to make the medal, and they, uh, there's way too much neck uh, action going on there. Uh, like, yes. Yeah, right. You know, like, pick a younger photo of James There's Beard. a lot of fleshy. He's got a turkey gobbler. Yeah. neck. It. They can Photoshop yeah, this. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure at one point uh, he was a younger, more handsome man, and then they That's decided, never happened. They decided to use a uh, likeness of him when he was, you know, 90. Uh, oh, thank you. To, Kathy gave me a nice uh, restaurant suggestion the other day. Oh, yeah. I, and I love reaching out to people and going, all right, I don't know where, yeah. where, where should I go? Mm. Uh, but a place called Gypsy Saloon that apparently has been in Conchaca for a long time. It's in West Country. Yeah, I had never been there. Yeah, and it was I was really cool. I was surprised because when you asked, I gave you a few suggestions, and I put it down uh, a little ways on the list because I figured you had already been there. Mm. Um, like I know people who will drive um, specifically to West Conshohocken, and like not from that area, just to go to Gypsy. Well, it hmm. looks like it's in a neighborhood yeah. as opposed to you know uh, down Fayette Street where right. all the other places are. So right, yeah. yeah. Um, Kim cool. is is an is the owner, and she's great. And uh, she, I was telling you during the holiday season, uh, she does some cool stuff out in the back so they finally got a permit where they can serve food and alcohol cool. um out back so she does seat people there and uh during the holiday it's a lot of fun she kind of sets it up and decorates it she has reindeer come out and santa and it, it's fun but hey, I mean, Kathy, do, do they allow more than 10 cars to park in conchahawka now uh, <laughs> uh in this area it was definitely tricky finding a place to park but yeah. uh i got lucky there was one out in front yeah there's a little parking lot down the street um, um that you can use uh I think you can use. It. I think it's like yeah. off hours. You can use it. Just park in White Marsh and walk. <laughs> I want to get. To, I want to get to more restaurants. I'd, I'd like to do. I'd like to have a goal of once a week going out to dinner. You want to make? We should make this a thing. Yeah, and bring people along. Like you're taking them on a culinary journey. Uh, what, make it into a promotion yeah, thing? Bring uh, two to three hundred people with you every time you go. Yeah, yeah. I could do that. Um, you know, I started my margarita tour. Oh, you yeah? did? Yeah, I just didn't post anything yet. Okay, you waiting to, to collect several I, of them and then start posting? I don't what? even know what to do with it. But, like, yeah, I've I've started it. So everywhere I go, I will, even if it's, you know, if it's a Mexican restaurant or not, I will order a margarita. Yeah. And so I'm I'm finding the best ones. I That's cool. Ones. Yeah. Make sure you're chronicling it. With I, the, yeah. I definitely am. I, I've taken pictures and noted, you know, where I was for each of them. And um, where so you woke up? I'll do, <laughs> but, or maybe I could just write, maybe I can write up my review for all of them or something. Yeah. I don't know. I'll, I'll figure yeah. out what I'm doing. Yeah, or just say, you know, well, yeah, the, the, I mean, the thing about I've thought about doing like reviews, like uh, something like that, like f- finding one item and just going to different places and trying it out. The problem, the well, the, the tough part of it is, is that sometimes you have to give a negative review. Well, yeah, it's true. Yeah. And, and if you don't like it, what do you do? Just not mention it or and skip that. over that and just go to the ones you like. Or, but, but if you're being honest about it. Can you extort them for a better review? Maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. maybe if you pay me, I will. No. <laughs> but I, because I there have been times where I've had, I, I had a bad margarita recently. Aww. And like, would I, I know, it's thoughts and prayers, but. It's uh, so sad when you get a bad one. It is. Yeah. You, well, you're not. Ma- pictures. Uh-huh. You get yeah. already. He thought he was going to have a good margarita. <laughs> but he had a bad margarita. Oh, it's so sad. Wasting away in Margaritaville. <laughs> Starring Preston Elliott. <laughs> 
Uh, uh, Preston, that was my concern because I did have a bad one. And I was at dinner with a friend and we ordered one and they were like, all right, let's try the blood orange. Maybe that'll right. be good. Mm-hmm. And we got that. And we were actually hysterical laughing at the table because it was so bad. Do you have ones without turpentine? And yeah. then we, could, we couldn't even finish it. And it was a, an, a well-known restaurant. And known for their margaritas? Well, known for their, uh, their Mexican food. And so we just assumed the margaritas right. would be good. And, uh, no, that's disappointing. They were not. Yeah, I thought about doing, like, a, uh, trying to find something that I do regularly. And, uh, like, I thought about doing, like, a golf course thing or something like that. That's, to be honest, yeah. that people do ask you all the time. I suggest both you write two articles a day and put them up. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can <laughs> we combine do and do one and one? Well, we do that. <laughs> but but I, I thought about the, the golf course thing because, listen, I, I, I've, I have had some negative experiences, of course. And I don't know if I you feel don't want comfortable it. throwing that out there. And then, then I don't feel like an honest reviewer if I don't. Don't, you know? you don't want, but you can take the posture that you're simply going to report things that you that you are just the positive. As thing. long as it's framed as okay. I'm going to go accentuate the positive and forget the negative, because you don't want to impact somebody's livelihood. It could have been a bad day or whatever. A lot mm-hmm. of times when somebody goes, and I, at least Marissa, maybe you can back this up. A food reviewer won't just go in once. They'll go a couple of times and try a couple of different but things. It's also why they often stay anonymous. Yeah. You know? Oh, or, yeah. Or you, or you don't know what they look like because right. they don't want to have to have that reflect on them. And then people know who Preston is. So you don't want a restaurant to be pissed it's off true. because Preston's just being honest about it. Steve, but. I've been to the bad margarita place twice and it was terrible that, both oh, times. Oh, well, there you go. But here's what I was thinking with that. I could, because I know why. I don't like it. Do you know what I mean? There yes. was too much of something in it. So if, right. if I did do like a review, I could not say it was terrible. I could just say this one has hey, a lot of... Hey, for those of you who like a lot uh-huh, of, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. If you this, like a lack of taste, right. <laughs> if you like crappy yeah. margaritas, and this, this is your this place. Is yeah. for you. Marissa? Yeah, Steve, uh, Craig LeBon and all those reviewers will go multiple times, yes. different times of day, with different people, try different dishes, try the same dish again and again. That's, but I mean, but they would not be... If they stated up front, Marissa, that they're they're just going to recommend places that they like, that's yeah. that's okay, and correct? That's, oh, yeah, of course. But yeah. And that's like the thing with like the TikTok people who like yeah. you go there once, you get a free meal, and then like whatever you say, you get to say. Yeah, you, you, you just I, don't want to co-opt your, you know, your, yeah. uh, the, the people who follow you and are looking for you to curate this stuff and just, because I say, as we all say, if everything is good all the time, then nothing's good. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this text and then I'm going to head down a path that is completely different of what right. we're talking right. about. Okay. This says, Preston, you should rate golf. Of course's bathrooms and review their toilets. <laughs> so I told Casey this story a couple weeks ago. I went to go play <laughs> golf at a at a uh, course in the shore or somewhere down the shore, and uh, <clears throat> it was uh, getting close to tea time. So I wanted to use the bathroom, and I had to go big potty. So okay, I go in this like bathroom, potty. and it's like a one. There's like a, a, a toilet and a urinal. It's very small. Okay, and so I go in and I got to sit down and do my business, and I do my business, and I'm think that I'm done, okay? And know. so I finish and I'm gonna I'm gonna tidy myself up with toilet paper and I reach back there and it's like it's like I was a child again. Yeah. And I had it had squished in there and like I had a full size I'm trying not to be too graphic right, here. Right. You're failing. But I know instead of poop use the word margarita. The bottom <laughs> the bottom line was I think I flushed the toilet six times. <laughs> yeah. And I used about a half a roll of toilet paper. Okay. And I'm like, Tell what? Tell about your first wipe, though. What is wrong with me? 
Right. Well, my first wife was like, a, "You had a log in your hand." Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, "What did I just do? Have I lost the sensation of that part of my body?" Hmm. I f- it was so embarrassing. Uh, there was no one around to be embarrassed in front of. Thank God. So, although a guy did come in, do his business, and leave because I was in there for like 20 minutes, what? and I was like, "What just happened to me?" So you were going for a birdie on that one. I, yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, so I would, I would actually, I'd have to go back and review that well, toilet. Although it was really dark, I couldn't see very well. So I would give that a negative that, review in the toilet. But that's you, your department. Your, that was your me. Body. That was all me. It was a, like the, was it, was it clean? Was the facility nice? Did they have toilet it a, paper? It was okay. I wouldn't give it a great bathroom review. Okay. You know what I hate? I hate having to wipe off a toilet seat that I'm just going to pee in anyway. Right. Because I'm worried about the people that are uh, coming in after me thinking that I'm the one who oh, peed on the seat. Yeah, when you it. walk into a bathroom yes. and, and the, the seat already has... Do you like, use one of those dumb seat condoms? Never. I, no, I don't either. I'm kind <laughs> of... Uh, I, I, I clean up the toilet. <gasps> yeah. I do. Yeah. Uh, even if it's not me that made the mess. And one time it, it paid off uh, for me, so my friend, you won big. No, my friend Billy uh, worked at is when we were like you know nineteen years old or something like that. He worked at an arcade, or maybe we were seventeen anyway. He he was uh, he was a manager at an arcade, you know the old school video yes. game arcades. That's so great. And so they had a bathroom, and it wasn't for public use. So, um, uh, but I he worked there, and I had to go to the bathroom. I go in. The toilet is disgusting. There's just stuff all over it. That's it's a big mistake for a, so, a public establishment. I guess my mom trained me to to clean yeah. up the toilet, you know. So so I I did my business and then I wiped it down a little bit just using right. toilet paper. And I got done and I came out and as I was coming out this really pretty girl goes in to use it. This is not a public bathroom. This right. is okay. for the arcade alone. Okay. And these guys are cracking up. So my buddy Billy is cracking up, and my buddy Steve was there too. And I'm like, uh-huh. "What's so funny?" They're like, they're "Like, dude, that place is so gross." We sent her in there right after you, so she would think that you made that mess in there. Uh-huh. And I go, "I cleaned it up <laughs> before she went in." Yes. And then they started busting my balls for cleaning up the, no, to- the you toilet. You did the right thing. I did the right thing. You did, did the right thing. thing. Hey, did you clean up that toilet? <laughs> I'd love to give you a hand job. Wow. Oh man. See, see. Guess who wins? Presvo. I uh, yes, I'm very picky about my bathrooms, and and I do love uh, certain places for the. A cleanly bathroom means everything, especially if a restaurant your clientele will appreciate it. If you go into a place and it's a dump and it's filthy, yeah. that says a lot. Yes, yep. I, I have my little litmus tests. This is sort of an overall general question, but um, do you guys find if a bathroom is unisex uh, that they are cleaner or dirtier than than? I, uh, I don't I've heard encounter them very often. I, I've been countering them more and more. more. Yeah. Have you? I've heard Nick and I've heard women say this that women. Have the filthier bathrooms. All right, yeah. so that's the that's worst. what I found as well, Steve. And so I've I've never um, spent a lot of time in women's yeah. bathrooms. So right. I spent some time in. There. I'm only <laughs> operating on hearsay from <laughs> right. from women. Right, uh, but I've been in uh, unisex bathrooms more and more lately, yeah. and they've been relatively clean. I just know don't know how they compare. To the standard of what a woman's bathroom is like. Are you going to, uh, do you agree or disagree No, with I don't. I, I think you'll find weird, bizarre things in women's bathrooms. Like, you know, why would you do that or put that there? Right. They put it behind but the overall, toilets. overall, I think the men's bathroom is way more disgusting. Okay. Because I don't think everybody's like you, Preston. They're not wiping the seat. They're not wiping up the floor if someone gets on the floor. Or like, what I just found that, like. Their floor, their toilet, your floor, your floor, your toilets are dirty or yeah, dirtier than I, I can see our floor better. being dirtier. Yeah. We have splashbacks. Yeah. Well, the urinals this. are yeah. going to be it's a whole different game, and you have nothing that's comparable. And no one's to that. wiping the no, side of a urinal. But when I cleaned the bathrooms when I was a lifeguard, you had to clean the bathrooms at the end of the night. Like 
Do you have a hose? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, you had pants. to go behind the toilets in the women's bathroom. <laughs> and yeah, like And there were, like, used, Tampons? used napkins. Yeah. Yeah, I believe it. Like, why put, like, that's what I mean. It's bizarre. Needle I don't point. know why anyone mm-hmm. would ever do that. Yeah. Um, do you clean off the mirror? I was going with Windex when I go to the bathroom. No. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, I, I don't usually clean off the mirror. It's just uh, the toilet. I clean all the like toilets, it. not even the one I'm using. By the way, somebody texted in and said about my issue that I had at that, uh, that that bathroom. Uh, somebody said Preston is called Mud Butt. <laughs> mud Butt. <laughs> and he said, "What's happens is the best." I was. I've never heard the term Mud Butt before. The blues legend Mud Butt mud. returns. <laughs> mud Butt. I've heard that. Yeah, I've heard that in a sexual sense. Mud Butt. Oh, oh really? Yeah, for well, that nope. type of uh, activity. Okay, was not uh, familiar with that. Sorry. There's something I. I will bring Mud Butt. <laughs> mud Butt. <laughs> the blues legend coming to the Met. I'm my butt. I play music born of pain. The pain of having my ass jammed up with so much sludge, you'd think it was a mudslide. <laughs> my music ain't about a woman that left me. It's about my ass. Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> mud butt. <laughs> He's <laughs> like, you know, blind yeah, lemon yeah, or, you know. Well, one eye is, he's blind in one eye. And yeah. Bring him out, you know. Mud butt. Yeah. Evening, everybody. <laughs> Chicken wire. Dirty finger. Great to be here on the same stage. <laughs> mud butt. <laughs> <laughs> mud butt's opening for Pearl Jam? Yeah, yeah Pearl Jam. Uh, they bring him up for a song. Blues legend uh, who started because of an impacted colon. <laughs> You think you like Spoon Man? <laughs> you ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> oh my God! I don't even know where to go with this. Okay, we can take a break if you want. <sighs> we probably I need you should to stop talking. All right, thank you, Phil. Thank you very much, Thanks, Phil. Phil. Yeah. Okay. All right, uh, Santa's got to go. All right, we're gonna we're gonna break. We're gonna come back, and I have some bizarre file stories that are on Animals. the way. And a reminder that we have a secret text word. It's a dinner cruise aboard the Spirit of Philadelphia. And that will be given away shortly. So make sure you do that now. The text word secret 39333. <laughs> More mud butt coming up next. Stay with us. Get what you want when you want it. MMR on demand. Preston and Steve's Daily Rush, Sarah's Rock Breakdown, MMR Podcasts, the latest videos and interviews with your fave artists, and lots more. Click the On Demand tab at WMMR.com. A little flemmy there. The last second, so... Use the call button! <laughs> <laughs> Bill's actually in our studio for that one. <laughs> little phlegm ball moment. Sometimes it, it, it's weird when you are just talking, and um, I, I think the most bizarre thing in the human experience is choking on your own spit, which yes. was in your body to begin with. Exactly. It, yeah. it causes a problem to you, something yes. that's already in there. It's crazy. All right, we have a final look at traffic. Let's get it now, Kathy. What's going on? Yeah, we still have a few things happening. Route 27 in Princeton, both directions, close stream, Riverside Drive and Prospect Avenue. That is because of a down pole on the White Horse Pike eastbound at Gibbsboro Road. An accident in the right lane, Route 130 southbound at Cove Road. There's an accident. The traffic signal is down, so they've got the right lane blocked. Uh, 55 
45, 42. Those have cleared out. Uh, we do have construction on the Blue Road southbound. Between uh, Conshohocken and Ridge Pike, the left lane is closed. 95 northbound heavy between Cotman and Academy. That's an accident in the left lane. South slows from Academy through to Bridge. Uh, on the Vine, you're okay crossing town. Schuylkill eastbound slows 202 into the Blue Route. Uh, and then on the westbound side, you're jammed Pashyunk to the Vine Expressway. This traffic report brought to you by Main Office of Tourism, Crystal Clear Lakes, Trout-Filled Streams, Windy, wood, nope, Wide Sandy Beaches. Maine has them. It's summer and the water is calling. Visit Maine.com. This message sponsored to you by Maine Office of Tourism. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. Hey, Bill, Bill's in the studio. Wait, before, before we have Bill on, stop the okay, music right, for a second. Right. Stop it. I forgot who it was. We were at camp out for hunger and so at our at our um microphones we literally had a, a an on off switch uh, uh, for your mic and and there was a cough button which yes. is just a mute uh-huh. uh and it literally said the word cough on it yeah i forgot who it was <laughs> and somebody thought that it was a sound effect button <laughs> okay that when you hit it it would actually make oh, a that's cough great. sound okay. as opposed to stopping for anyone from hearing you coughing <laughs> i thought that was good okay kick it in folks here we go there it is Bill Weston, Man About Town, is in the studio. Hey, man. I've heard some issues with Kathy and her sponsorships this morning. Yes. But have you read the sponsorship for, like, Macy's Basement? Uh, not Macy's Basement. The, uh... The, Invisible uh, Fence. Or Macy's Closet or Macy's something. I don't... I, I have a Macy's sponsor, yeah. I was reading it for MGK Down the Hall. I right. record some of their 10-second spots off of this, right? And I... <laughs> It's literally it's brought to you by Macy's Closet or whatever. Yeah, I need you to stop talking. <laughs> no, I, I'll get to the, I'll get to the point. But it says, for Father's Day, give Dad what he really wants: uh, uh, a fine selection of, of bath and body essentials, no, uh, three piece sleeper sets, and some other. They left re- Mother's Day in there. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they just switched oh. up Mother's Day. <laughs> Oh, really? Great. What that's dad funny. do you know who can name one bath essential? Oh, yeah, right. It's a bar of soap, right? And a thing of suave shampoo. It's like, so I called Randy over at uh, Total Rock and said, I think somebody got the cocktail. Yeah, and he yeah. says, I think it's perfectly fine for a man to want a bath and body essential sure. for Father's Day. Why like, not? Oh, yeah, no, I think you called it right. Fine. Yeah. If it comes up, just be ready for it. Okay, all right. Thanks. All right, that's all right. it. That's all I got. All right, all right. thank you, Bill. Zana's got to go. So right. he's out yeah, there's go. a little call on the way out. Right. Yeah. Uh, Santa's got to go. Right. Uh, Santa's got to go. Uh, Santa's got to go. Uh, <laughs> hit the stop talking one, please, if you have that stuff. I need you to stop talking and listen to me. All right. <laughs> I love the full one. It's so good. This is the best. All right, we have bizarre file stories to share, so let's share them now. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. Come on! Brought to you this morning by Horizon Services. Buy a new cooling and heating system from Horizon Services and get up to $1,000 back. Horizon will install your new system as soon as tomorrow or it's free. And you can book online in seconds at horizoneasybook.com. Steve, could you have... The uh, dun-dun-dun yep. ready to go for me, and I will cue you on this, okay? Right. Officials have now identified the cause of a June 7th outage, which left many residents of northwestern British Columbia without Internet, and it was a beaver. What? I just wanted some drama uh, in that particular story. Right, so the, the beaver did it? It was a beaver that did it, yes. 
Uh, the beaver gnawed its way through an aspen tree, which then fell on both BC hydro lines and a fiber optic cable that was strong along hydro poles. They can cause a lot of damage. They can. They really can. They're really, they're yeah. actually pretty powerful creatures. They can shut off the flow of a river. Uh, the resulting power damage affected uh, customers and the fiber optics damage affected several towns all over the area. Uh, Crews identified a beaver as the culprit because of chew marks at the bottom of the downed tree. They also uh, conduct a lot of uh, espionage in uh, buildings. Beavers Uh, Yeah, like uh, high-tech stuff. It's amazing. Uh, The felled tree did result in a fire, which was responded to by members of the local fire department. Uh, New York City, these are more animal stories. I had an all-animal bazaar file, and I had more to go. New York State Court of Appeals has ruled against animal rights activists who brought a suit to force the Bronx Zoo to extend basic human rights to an elephant. Essentially, Uh they're saying that the elephant is not a human being. Uh, The appeals court, those are the protests. The objections. Yeah, so the... (laughs) There's his lawyer in court. The appeals court... I'm sorry, I don't understand your trumpeting. uh, The appeals court affirmed a lower court ruling... Uh, that Happy the Elephant is not a legal person. Stenographer, would you read that back? Uh, yeah. And therefore does not have the right to freedom of a human being. It is said that animals deserve proper care and compassion. Yes, true. But not protection against unlawful confinement. Uh, Happy has lived alone in her zoo enclosure since the death of two other elephants. The Sarasota County Sheriff's Office said a man was bitten by an alligator early Tuesday morning after he mistook the animal for a dog. Okay. <laughs> a bear? A dog? Yeah. Come here, buddy. Ooh, Come here, little You're such puppy. a good swimmer. You're such Damn, a good swimmer. Bit my hand. Oh, my God. <laughs> a trapper later removed the seven-foot-long alligator from the property. Uh, deputies were dispatched to the Warm Mineral Springs Motel around 1234 a.m., the 49-year-old man told authorities he was walking around outside when he saw a dark figure moving along the bushes on the shell path, and he told deputies it looked like a dog with a long leash. Yeah. So he didn't move out of the way. That's the first thing you think when you see an alligator. Uh, the alligator bit his right leg. Yeah. Holding Bad on dog. And pulling on his muscle. Back. Bad dog. And um, Doing that dog death roll. The man said that he tried to get away and felt the alligator rip a chunk off of his leg. Oh. Uh, the man was able to find a deputy who was already in the area on a separate call. The deputy called EMS who responded and took the man to the hospital. The sergeant with the sheriff's office was able to catch the alligator, which was later taken from the scene by an alligator trapper. Look at those dogs eating that dead whale. Uh, Florida has not had a deadly alligator attack since 2019, though data provided does not include recent incidents that are still under investigation because there was a guy uh, recently, and I reported on this story, <clears throat> they found a body... Uh, in this pond oh. near a uh, a, go- a, a a disc golf, yeah, uh, you mentioned that, yeah. And the guy was known to go in and fish out these discs uh, and resell them. Yes, and they it's fa- right below a dog nest. Yeah, they found his. <laughs> <laughs> they found his body in uh, in pretty bad shape. All right, we're done with the uh, the animal stories. Uh, deputies arrested a man outside a gas station after he reportedly defecated throughout the store. Okay. And threatened customers and an employee. You missed a spot. The West Baton Rouge Sheriff's Office arrested Joel Pennington after Pennington reportedly tried to assault people in the area. When deputies arrived, they asked Pennington's mother, who was also there, where he and uh, where he, my boy. where he was. She replied that he was in her van. 
Uh, Pennington began screaming at deputies after they opened the van doors. And after verbal warnings, deputies used a taser on him twice. Pennington slid out of the vehicle, was handcuffed. While he was being escorted to the deputy's vehicle, he jumped up and landed fully on his tailbone. Oh, my God. Ow. That hurts. Uh, The cashier and customers inside the store at the time later reported that they had to force Pennington outside after he allegedly defecated throughout the entire store. Oh, Oh my God. Witnesses also reported Pennington tried to assault the cashier. Uh, wait, so he defecated after he jumped up and landed on his tailbone? That I don't know. Okay. I think, I think no, I don't think so. That's before. I think it was okay. beforehand. Yeah, yeah, they followed him out to the van where mom can, was holding him. It can cause you to poop, right? Well, so I had had a similar situation where I fell on my tailbone while skiing. And you made poopies? I thought I was going to crap myself okay. right then and there. Oh, I mean, wow. like, immediately. Well, maybe this is, um, Which sucks because people were, you know, from the ski lift. They're like, oh, nice job, buddy. Yeah. Like, gonna, oh, pain, you ain't though. seen nothing yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, watch this. <laughs> uh, Pennington was under the influence. It's unclear if he was under the influence, but he's been charged with uh, several criminal counts. <laughs> A Rancho Cordoba gas station manager who accidentally set his pumps at just 69 cents a oh. gallon is speaking out after being fired. Uh, John Skazencia said, well, it was a mistake that I did, you know. <laughs> Skazencia. Yeah, he really thought through this. Yeah. He accidentally put a decimal in the wrong I spot. I prepared a statement. And, be- <laughs> <laughs> and began selling the $6.99 gas for $0.69. Cents. Oh, my God. It cost the gas station $16,000. And it cost uh, Skazencia his job. The problem was, well, of the many problems, that it went on for a few hours, did it not? I believe so. He said, I thought, this is a nightmare. I put all the three prices on there except the diesel, but that last one kind of didn't go, you know, (laughs) right? That's what he said. Yeah, put him in charge. Uh, He's got real management quality. People started posting the low price on social media, called up friends and family. The lines formed fast to guzzle it up. Uh, Cizenzio was fired on Monday after the decimal point debacle, and now his family started a GoFundMe account uh, for him with a goal to raise $16,000, or maybe it's 16 cents, I don't know. Uh, The gas station lost revenue, and uh, they're trying to pay it back, so they're just trying to raise the money that the gas station lost, Uh, and he lost his job. It's unfortunate. It is unfortunate. I'm sure it was a simple accident, and... Who knows if they're going to be able to uh, help the station out, and hopefully he'll be able to find some work. And there you go. That's all I have in the bizarre file for you. We're going to take a break, and as we do so, uh, secret text for Kathy. We need a number. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Huh? Well, yeah, let's do that first. Then we have some breaking news. So, uh, Kathy, I need a secret uh, text number. I'm sorry, Case. I need this real quick. Go ahead. What number, Kathy? Caller 6. All right. Caller number 6, 215-263-WMMR. Breaking news. Breaking news. That is the number. Caller number six. But yes, a little bit of breaking news. We go to the sports desk. <laughs> With Nick McElwain for the latest. Nick McElwain. Well, the Flyers are set to hire John Tortorella as their next head coach, which I think is a good hire. He won a Stanley Cup with the Tampa Bay Lightning back in 2004. Um, <clears throat> he's coached with the Rangers, the Lightning, the Columbus Blue Jackets. And uh, he's one of those, like, fiery guys. He gets uh, players fired up. So uh, it'll be an, a change from uh, Alain Vigneault and Mike Yo and, and see where they go with this guy. But um, it's a good move. They, there were three really good available head coaches, John Tortorella, Rick Tockett, who's a fan favorite, obviously, and then this guy named Barry Trotz. Uh, and the Flyers decided to go with Tortorella, although not all the T's have been crossing. So they didn't get the trots, is what you're telling me. They did not get the trots. <laughs> um, expecting to get the official word later today, maybe? Later today or tomorrow, yeah. So okay. I, I think there are some contract issues that they need to hammer out. But um, it'll be, uh, look, any move by the Flyers at this point is a good move. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nick McWayne, WNMR Sports. 
Breaking news. Thank you. Breaking news. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in just a second. Stay with us, friend. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out The Rock Shop at WMMR.com. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, let's see if somebody has the secret text word, because we were looking for caller number six, I think, and that happens to be Jenna. Hi there, Jenna. Hi, good morning. Uh, Jenna, do you know our secret text word? Current. Current is correct. You got it. And uh, Jenna... We're going to give you a pair of tickets and on the dinner cruise aboard the Spirit of Philadelphia, all right? Wow, that's exciting. Yeah, that'll be awesome. You're going to love it. Excellent. Hang on the line. Don't forget, it is City Cruises by Hornblower. Uh, dine, dance, and taking the amazing views aboard Spirit of Philadelphia. Uh, departing from Penn's Landing, a dinner cruise on the Delaware River. Let you relax and enjoy the beauty of Philly's historic waterfront. And you never know, you might find love. Are you thinking of doing it? It sounds uh, like you were interested. Uh, yeah, I yeah. would like to do yeah, it yeah. sometime for sure. And all I would have to do is book it at citycruises.com. Mm. That's what you do. <laughs> all right, today's lesson question prize is a float experience from Halcyon Floats. Now, that I have done. And let's get you in on it. The question... All right, we'll give you one from not that long ago. Which legendary blues artist is opening for Pearl Jam on their next tour? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you were listening and heard what was mentioned. Which legendary blues artist is opening for Pearl Jam on their next tour? 215-263-WMMR. You call, we do this. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. I brought to you by Sequoia Outback. Save on decking, railing, grills, and patio furniture during Sequoia's annual 4th of July sale, which is going on now on Route 309 in Hatfield. Or decksupplies.com. What's up this morning, Steve? Well, Charlie Sheen responding to news. His 18-year-old daughter, Sammy Sheen, has an OnlyFans account where she's posting sexy pictures. Charlie says he's livid because that's where he goes to spank it to other guys' daughters. Oh, wow. Wow. Dear God. Fans of Days of Our Lives are furious after they killed off beloved character Abby Devereaux DeMera, played by Marcy Miller. Fans were really livid because it was an off-camera death explained as a dildo explosion. Oh, oh my God. And finally, some new details have, re- have been revealed about Paddington 3, which is titled Paddington in Peru. Apparently, Paddington goes undercover to bust up an international plushie ring. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll go to the phone, see if somebody knows which legendary blues artist is opening for Pearl Jam on their next tour. And it is Anna who was first in. Anna, good morning. Yeah. All right. All right, Anna, which legendary blues artist is opening for Pearl Jam on their, on their next tour? Mudbug! Yeah. You got it, Anna. Hang on. 
price of a float experience from Halcyon Floats. And you can give Dad the ultimate gift of relaxation this Father's Day with a float from Halcyon Floats. There's nothing like it. <clears throat> Philadelphia's premier float center. Relax, recover, reset. And their website is Halcyon Floats. You spell that H-A-L-C-Y-O-N floats.com. All right, get into music news. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. And Music News is brought to you by Halcyon Floats. Give Dad, like I said, the ultimate gift of relaxation is Father's Day with a float from Halcyon Floats. Philadelphia's premier float center. Relax, recover, reset. Halcyonfloats.com. Did you do me a favor? Yes. Say float one more time. Float. Why? No. Oh, so many times. So many floats in there. Yes, so many floats. What were we saying? We were having a meeting the other day, oh, and, uh, and the word lobby, lobby was mentioned over and over and over. And at some point, the word lobby lost all meaning to me. Well, you know, uh, Kathy and I are going to do a documentary about the lobbies in the building. <laughs> what is that called? Satiation? Like semantic satiation or right, something where like you, that? You no longer hear it. Yeah, it was, yeah. they talked about it in uh, Ted Lasso. Yeah. Aces. 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 Uh, yeah, semantic satiation. Oh, my God. If I said satiation one more time, that would probably do it, too. All right. Ozzy Osbourne's wife and manager, Sharon, of course, <clears throat> took to social media. Excuse me. Come on. Call button. Use the call button. To update fans on These her, are not the droids you're looking for. On her husband's condition following his uh, surgery on Monday. <clears throat> oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, she wrote, our family would like to express so much gratitude for the overwhelming amount of love and support leading up to Ozzy's surgery. She said Ozzy's doing well and on the road to recovery. Your love means the world to him. So Ozzy apparently, because we didn't know exactly what it was for, he underwent surgery to remove and realign pins in his neck and back. So that's what they were doing. Okay, good. In a way, I'm, I know that's still substantial, but I'm, I'm glad it's not something even more yeah. horrific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like on Cancer major organs yeah, right, or something. Yeah. Uh, Papa Roach shared the music video for No Apologies uh, yesterday, picking up where their 2017 hit single Help left off. Uh, from Andrew Kobe Shaddix said of the release, Life is art, art is life. Leave me alone. We continue to blur the lines. The video for No Apologies is an expression of love and forgiveness, a story that we can all learn and grow from. I know I did, and it's real, it's raw, it's life, it must see. Kind of being touted as the unofficial story of Mudbutt, isn't it? I think it is, yes. Uh, No Apologies. (laughs) I have a load in my shorts the size of a Thanksgiving dinner. No apologies is pulled from the uh, the band's uh, recently released 11th studio album, Ego Trip. Shinedown will be celebrating the July 1st release of Planet Zero with a live stream performance of the full record. Uh, the band announced yesterday they will play a free live performance at Daddy Cool Recordings in St. Petersburg, uh, 3 o'clock Eastern time. In Russia? The album release day. No, St. Petersburg, Florida. Oh. Uh, followed by a signing event, and fans can register to watch the free live stream on veeps.com. Uh, James Hetfield and Kirk Hammett of Metallica are offering up video courses to teach you <clears throat> how to play just like the band. Huh. The first instructional riff light is now available with two more titled Rock and Rhythm and Take the Lead, rolling out later this month in July. So they have like uh, guest speakers? <clears throat> No, uh, so... But James Hatfield asked me to speak to you today. 
on how to get a really visceral sound on your guitar. Step one, take a huge dump in your pants. Lessons promise to take you through 10 of the band's most well-known songs, including Enter Sandman, Nothing Else Matters, One, Welcome Home Sanitarium. Uh, and Hetfield says he promises to uh, the real way to play Master of Puppets. Have you, um... So I've always flirted with the notion of doing the, the master classes. And even if it's not something that I'm really actually looking to do, but just to see someone, mm-hmm. you know, give instruction on it, have you been tempted to, or have you? Not for master class. Yeah. I joined a website called Drumio. R- oh, yes, I've heard about and, that. And uh, all some of the greatest drummers in the world contribute right. to it and offer up videos and instructional <clears throat> Did stuff. Did you like it? I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was fantastic. Uh, but it got to a point where I wasn't practicing enough to warrant it, so I backed off. I should probably get back to it. It's wonderful. Things like that are great, man. Yeah. They're, they're just, really... Listen, if you want, you you learn, you learn stuff. Yeah. Like Bill Cosby said. One, finally, if you're not careful, yeah. You might learn something, Drumeo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bash and flash and Drumeo. Last story. When Aerosmith, uh, with Aerosmith on hiatus while Steven Tyler completes his latest round of rehab, Joe Perry has reunited with his Joe Perry project for a small string of shows, and one of them's going to be in our area. Uh, <laughs> joining Perry... Why are you playing None. that? <laughs> oh, I saw Def Leppard. Yeah, I'm going to skip that yeah. story. Okay. I might save that for tomorrow. You know what? So, you were doing that, and then... But I saw Def Leppard, and when you said Joe Perry, in my mind, because I saw Def Leppard, I heard Joe Elliott. <laughs> oh, okay, I got you. Okay. All right, so. uh, I'm just going to see myself out, guys. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to be proactive with the soundboard. You're doing great. Oh, thanks. You're killing it. That, <laughs> was, that was just a mistake, which turned out to be <laughs> yeah, awesome. So it's all good. I'm done. <laughs> Joining Perry on the East Coast gigs will be extreme frontman Gary Sharon, drummer Joe Pett, Aerosmith uh, and the Hollywood Vampires. Uh, and Doobie Brothers keyboardist Buck Johnson, along with Chris Wise from Vampires the Cult and Ozzy Osbourne on bass. And they will be playing in Atlantic City at the Hard Rock. And That's in New Jersey. That show will be <laughs> July 23rd. Yeah. So there you go. And we may as well do the Def Leppard story, okay. too. Sometimes I will save a story... Uh, for the next day, because uh, some days are light. On, right, you uh, never know. I'll just run through this. And, and Thursday seems more like a Def Leppard day. Tipped our hand. <laughs> so, uh, Def Leppard are the latest rockers to get into the booze biz with their new Def Leppard Rocket Premium Distilled Gin. Why didn't they name it, name it Guten, Gleben, Glauben, Blubin? <laughs> the... Uh, gin. Gluten, Gin. Gluten, Gleben, Glauben, Gin. I like that. Yeah. Actually. Uh, so, according to the press releases, a premium distilled gin with high intensity of flavors. The grain-based distillate is bold with juniper and herbaceous tones uh, for a more developed experience of botanical character. Additional flavor of lavender and lemon are... Great. No. Macerated, Steve? Oh, yeah. Macerated? Macerated. 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 Mashed. M M A C E R A T E D. When you master, oh, okay, there we go. You're, oh, okay. you're chewing. Yeah, master it. Oh, like oh, mac. Right, oh, right. okay, I got gotcha. you. I thought that was mastication. Masticate. Masticate is chewing. Yeah. The other one is where you're touching it. Yep. Macerate. Right. Okay. M A C. You go blind. A T. Macerated. Indoctrinated. Perpetuated. Yeah. Okay. All right, maceration. What is it, Nick? 
Um, softening, breaking into pieces, mashing. Okay. All right. So there you go. So anyhow, they You boil are, it, you mash it, you stick it in a stew. They're macerated and blended with the distillate, and there are no additional sweeteners, ensuring the purest quality of the liquid. Well, the design is created with the inspiration from the hit single Rocket from the album Hysteria. Oh. Yeah, we need an alcohol that reflects this song. Yeah. The right. um, This whole thing is huge uh, with uh, the the amount of bands and artists now that have their own liquors of some sort. Yeah. And, and I wonder if uh, overall as it starts to become a glut of these things, if it... Too much? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Uh, but uh, they got a ways to go. There are a few other artists taking it on board. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in music news. We have one break to take before we come back and get the letter today for the Word of the Week prize, so we're doing it. Back in a moment. If you like what you hear, you can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on PrestonandSteve.com. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. M42. The Preston and radio program coming to a close. And we are just wonderful that we got to hang out with you again today. Yes. We will do it again tomorrow. Maybe we'll do it tonight. Maybe you're headed to the sorority party. It'd be nice. We'll have to see about that. We're headed to Parks Casino in Ben Salem for an event that will involve square dancing and some free drinks and food bunch of people having a good time, so we are going to get that on uh, tonight. Six to eight is when that takes place. I wish you could play the Bugs Bunny clip of him uh, calling the square dance yes. with the hillbillies having to beat the crap out of each other. That's one of the best. Yep. Uh, that, that is, that they, they just beat the ever-loving piss out of each <laughs> because other. Because he's calling it out in the square dance. And they're doing it. Yeah, they're yeah. doing what he says. Mm-hmm. All right, so let me see here. Um, I want to thank uh, our friends uh, Ray Martin and David Forte for stopping by yeah. today. A local movie. It's called Killing Smalls, and they need some help. Uh, they need you to rent it. It'll help them get to where they need to be. And you can go to WMMR.com or PrestonSteve.com actually, and uh, check it out. It's fun. It's it's an it's a funny concept, and uh, some local people with a passion project. So uh, and we love Damon. He's just he's the best. He's a former owner of Manja, the restaurant here in our building. So it was nice to see him today. Uh, it's nice to see Pierre Robert as well. Thank you. I went into what is now Pagano's yes. on my way in, and there was Damon there, and I go... <laughs> Do a double take? I go, did I just like that episode of uh, Dallas, was it? Right, yeah. where it was all a dream. Where he yeah. dream- did I yeah. just dream the last three years? <laughs> um, and and he goes, I go, could I get my regular coffee and have Jill send it up? And he goes... No, I'm not here anymore. Oh, okay, just checking. And then there he goes. There it goes. How are you doing today? Excellent. Wonderful. Uh, let's get a letter from you, if that's cool. Right. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. N as in naughty, naughty. All right, uh. and we have dinner for 10 in the Brazil Brazilian Steakhouse to celebrate the graduate in your life with 15 different cuts of meat and fish served right at your table. And a gourmet salad bar, it's a perfect place for your graduation celebration. Private rooms available for parties of 16 or more. 
Info and reservations available at nebraza.com. So we give that away on Friday. Got some good stuff coming up today? The greatest. Oh, the greatest. <laughs> yes, the greatest Exciting. of stuff. We'll have uh, tickets for Motley Crue, Def Leppard, Poison, Joan Jett, and the Blackhearts. Uh, Kathy's getting a new crew tattoo. Nice. Um, and uh, she's in the front row for the show, and uh, she will be headbanging with her leather-studded outfit um, <laughs> along with Bam Bam. So, um, And uh, she was at the Bam Bam Jam recently with uh, Tom Kiefer of Cinderella, weren't, oh. you, weren't you, girl? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, girl. Okay. You know it, girl. There you go, girl. Uh, also, we will have uh, workforce blocks uh, today that include Corey Taylor, Stone Sour, Slipknot, Combo Block. Uh, have a request for that. And uh, we have a block of two San Francisco bands that couldn't be more different, uh, The Grateful Dead and The Mighty Metallica. Ah. And uh, today is also the anniversary, one year ago, sadly, of our dear rabbi, Sean uh, mm. Deisler, passing away. And so we're going to uh, uh, play when uh, Rabbi came in and bet me that if I went to a heavy metal show, he would go to a Grateful Dead show. Mm-hmm. And we have audio of both. Oh, that's um, nice. Yeah it, was, yeah, it was so much fun because he came in out of the blue, <laughs> you know, and here he is, this uh, Orthodox Jewish young man. Uh, who has, uh, and we actually got one of his MMR yarmulkes, yeah. which we're going to frame and put up in the hallway. Oh, that's great. Uh, and, uh, uh, it's, it was so cool because he, he was this very faithful, uh, to his religion, you know, Orthodox, would you, Hey, you want some pizza? No, it's not kosher. I yeah. Won't, I won't tell anyone <laughs> if you won't. And he would just say, I'm sorry, that's impossible. Uh, and so he, but he had a great sense of humor and, um, so he says, if you go to a metal show, I'll go to a deadish <laughs> show. And I said, you're on. And I went to Slayer and, um, I have the audio to prove it. And I went into the mosh pit and, um, I almost died, but I lived. <laughs> I, I made one rotation and went knocked face down. And I had my tape recorder with me. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> and this giant man who looked like Hagrid from the Harry Potter films lifted me up. And he goes, Pierre? And I go, yes. He goes, you're with me now. And uh, you started moshing? Yeah, we moshed several times, and then he sent me up, and I was crowd surfing. And uh, Sarah um, caught me from the back and goes, is that Pierre crowd surfing? And it was at the Slayer Show. That's and excellent. To fulfill his part of the bargain, Rabbi and Sarah came to a Dead & Company show. Uh, at the big joint, we had a lot of fun. Awesome! So we'll do that. And uh, oh, and in vinyl, we're going to go all the way back, dude. We're going to Eden. Okay. All right. Just trust me on it. All right. What the f- f- was he right. talking about? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. All right. Excellent. Cheers, man. We're going to Eden. Stick right. with fear on the trip. All right. I want to thank our sponsors. President Steve Show is brought to you by Duncan, the official coffee of the President Steve Show. Also, Acme Markets, fresh foods, local flavors, and by Nitro Circus. Ah, they're coming to the Trenton Thunder Ballpark on June 26th. Tickets are on sale now. Tomorrow on the program... Uh, our good friend, actor Daniel Roebuck, who's playing Grandpa in the Munsters yeah, film. Just released a uh, teaser trailer for that. Yeah, directed by Rob Zombie. We'll talk to Daniel Roebuck and uh, Cecily Tynan to answer a weather question tomorrow that we have uh, from her. So we'll we'll get the answers and we'll supply you with the question, too. Yeah. That's it. We're done. Ray John, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. <laughs>
Preston Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Bing, there. Do, do, be, do. Do, da, da, do, dip, 